Does Search Seat Sitter have a show that I, that I should know about? I'm probably an idiot. What, what was that? Press what? Two. Two. Thank you for calling your local Walmart. Thank you for calling your local Walmart. <laughs> we appreciate your business and look forward to the opportunity to serve you in our stores. Our associates are working every day to offer you a pleasant and safe shopping experience. Most of our uh. stores are now open from 6 a.m. to 11 p.m. Please check your store page at walmart.com for more details on local store hours. We look forward to seeing you soon. For pharmacy, press 1. For electronics, press 2. For pickup, press 3. For deli, press 4. To speak with an associate, press 0. To repeat this menu, press star. Hello? 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 Hey, is this, uh, is this, uh, the, uh, Bed Bath & Beyond? Yes. Yeah, I, I was looking for, uh, uh, one of the number twos, one of the number threes, and one of the number seventeens. Uh, so... One of the number two is this, uh, that with geese? Yeah, uh, a uh, whole flock of geese. Okay, so the chicken, do you want that crispy or grilled? Um, let's see. Can you get that medium rare? Uh, you do blue. Blue. Okay. Can yeah. do medium rare. Uh, all right. Yeah. So uh, let me get it, uh, one of the blues, one of the oranges, and one of the uh, pink and purple polka dots. Uh, okay. We we don't have polka dots. We got polka squares. Oh. Um, have you ever heard Weird Al do the polka? He does like all those cover songs, but it's polka versions. You know. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but uh, Richard Cheese. Oh, Dick Cheese. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. balls. Wait, say that again? balls. What's that? Can I get one of those? It's a, we only have one left. I was saving it for me. What's the uh, price range on one of them? It's about uh, about three fifty. Three fifty. Huh. Uh, you work at Domino's, right? Domino's kind of live there. Don't I? I work at Papa John's. I live. Yeah. At, I live at Domino's. This is. I mean, like this is Domino's. Is this Do- oh, is this Domino's? This is Domino's. Hey, Domino's. This is a disaster. Caller, I'm gonna hang up on you real quick. Is that okay? Because I feel like I'm me. Gonna- yeah, yeah. Because I feel like uh, it's it's getting to be too much. Okay, I'm I'm so I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's not you. It's not you. It's me. I don't want to keep you. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm being broken up with right now. You have more important things going on. 
Oh my god, that was hilarious. There's something going on. There's something was going on. Was that John? On. That was John from John Breaks Bad News. Shout God, out. That was good. That was good. That was good shit. After six pack. This is Sir Saturday, and you're listening to the Abs and the Six Pack podcast. You love it. You want it for Christmas. You love it, and you do want it for Christmas. This is Abs and the Six Pack, episode 139. Wow. Wait, is it 139? That might not even be right. I've had a long week, people. Hold Let me on. Double check. Let me go to www.shitmyass.com and, and check on that. I think you're 159. 159. That's right. You're tw- you're 20 off, man. Uh, yeah. Oof. Oh, geez, oh, man. Yeah, 159. Wow. Cheers. We're here with Sir Wes. Hey. How you doing, man? I'm, uh... I'm on my fourth whiskey, so uh, this should be productive. <laughs> all right, all right. Let me get one open. I don't know if you can okay. hear this. Like, do you hear the cork? Oh, I love that sound. All right. It's a great sound. Let me do that again. Pop this in. That's a great sound. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is. Oh. I'm, I am drinking Old Hickory Great American Whiskey, 100% nice. American Grain Blended Bourbon Whiskey, 40% ABV. It's got a picture of uh, you know Old Hickory himself. The man who got into a shootout with Alexander Hamilton. Yeah. The greatest greatest president we've ever had. The man on the $20 bill. You know him. You love him. Who is it? Donald Trump. (laughs) Donald J. Trump. Hey. He's from Tennessee, right? (laughs) I don't know. You know, I don't know. I don't know. know. Andrew Jackson. It's it Andrew is Andrew. it is old AJ, and uh, if yep. everybody knows me, they know I love some AJ, Andrew Jackson. I play Andrew. Jackson. He was a Democrat, wasn't he? Oh, uh, he was a Democrat. I think he was. I think he predated Republicans and Democrats. Let's see. No, I think he was a Democrat, and they called him a jackass, and that's when they started Andrew using the Jackson donkey as the. Yeah, and I Andrew. think he took it like okay. And that was the logo now for his jackass. He he had some shootouts around here where I live. Uh, he would get in uh, pistol, pistol, uh, you know, shoot 'em ups. Nice. Did he was know? also a distiller. He distilled whiskey too. That's why I'm drinking from his bottle, Old Hickory. Except Old that's, Hickory. it's made in Kentucky, which is weird. Now, have you heard the story of Andrew Jackson when there was an assassination attempt on his life in the Capitol building? Because we toured no, the Capitol no. and they told us the story. No. Please regale it to me. Okay. Uh, well, let me, uh, Sir West, let me tell you this story. And, uh, you know, on the fly, I might be able to find uh, a uh, recounting of it. Uh, Andrew Jackson assassination attempt. Oh, they told by us the way, this story when we were in the drinking Ken- Kentucky whiskey named after a Tennessee-born man, I've been drinking Tennessee whiskey tonight. Uh, some Bell Mead, Chattanooga. And Leaper's Mead. Fork from, from Franklin. Bell's Mead. Bell Mead. It's Owen Nelson's uh, distillery in uh, Nashville, which is fantastic. Wow. And then some Chattahoochee. That's, uh, yeah, that's, 
I that's above my pay grade. I don't even know what that is. Nelson's? You've been to Nashville? I know you've I been have been there many, many, many times. So there's two great distilleries in Nashville if you ever make it there. One is called a Far Better, and it's kind of named after a. I guess that's the Theodore worst. Rose- one. Theodore Roosevelt. Uh, it's far better. It's far better. It's not far worse. It's far better. And uh, that one's good. And then Nelson's Green Briar. That one's good. It's in Nashville, right across the street from uh, one of those fancy Western shirts uh, that all the celebrities wear. Anyways, there's a shop across the street from it that sells. I've been drinking beer. That's a great clip, by the way. I mean, I've been drinking beer. This Yazoo. I have been drinking. um, You're gonna hate me. Guess, give me a yeah. Just give me your best guess of what beer I've been drinking. Paps. No, it's not that bad. (laughs) It's not. I have a little more (laughs) Shiner Paps or Natty Light. Shiner. You guys get Shiner intense. I'll give you a hint by what I was drinking last. Last last six I got was Blue Moon. Uh oh. Oh jeez, what would you be drinking if you like Blue Moon? Some IPA bullshit, probably. Yep, 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 yep. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I sent my buddy this morning a uh, picture of Kyle Rittenhouse crying, and it was yeah. and it was just like four frames in a row, and it says IPA drinkers trying to convince you that their beer tastes good. <laughs> it's just yep. him holding it like photoshopped an IPA. In his hand. <laughs> it's true, uh, actually. There's some very good IPAs, but. You can listen uh, to another podcast if you want to hear about good IPAs. Oh, uh, that podcast is Beers, Bourbon, and Balderdash, I believe. Beer, Bourbon, and Balderdash. I was close. But yes, yes. You were close. You are close. Just, it's not plural. We uh, usually have one. Beer. People shoot at him, the pistol's misfired, and he just ran over and beat the shit out of him so hard that they had to <laughs> fucking, like, pull him off. His, his aides did. Jackson 5. Of President Jackson William six. McKinley was shot by anarchist Leon Chogosht on September 12th. It is thought she wouldn't last long after his death, but she lived another six years before dying at age 59. On November the 22nd, 1963, 35th President John F. Kennedy... This, this guy's not even giving it to us. I want... Dude, he, he totally passed it. Just Andrew Jackson right assassination attempt <clears throat> does not pull up what I... Okay, all right, here we go. The attempted assassination. This has got to be it, right? The attempted assassination of Andrew Jackson. There's like I mean, no, there's no way C2? that could be a misleading. <laughs> there's no way that could be a misleading title for this video, like the last one was. You're getting rickrolled. You're getting rickrolled. All right, here we go. One hundred percent. The attempted assassination of Andrew Jackson. President Andrew Jackson was the first target of an event previously unthinkable in America. A citizen, Richard Lawrence, tried to assassinate him. The attack on uh, Jackson in 1835 was was truly a shocking event because uh, no one believed that an assassination would be likely uh, in, in the United States because it was a country based on freedom, democratic principles, regularly scheduled elections. There was absolutely uh, no reason to uh, to kill an American president. The attack was rationalized when Lawrence <laughs> was found insane and committed. Surely the act could not happen again. 
God damn, that's the end of the video? No, okay, so here's the story they told me at the Capitol, and I've looked this up, and this seems to be uh, accurate. Andrew Jackson fucking... This dude shoots at him, both pistols misfire, and Andrew Jackson runs across the room and just starts beating the absolute shit out of this guy, like, they had to pull him off. I'll try one more... um, one more breakdown of it, and if not, then I was lied to by the Capitol tour guy. But it, I, I, even that, like, have you heard that story, or no? No. Have you heard that story, Sir West? No, no, and I think we should do a reenactment of that story right now. I mean, we can, but no one would see it. Next okay. time I'm in Tennessee. All right, good. <laughs> Andrew Jackson actually. Did it's Andrew some... Jackson, seventh president of the United States, Sip. badass first class. Whoa. Andrew Jackson was a frontier fighter. He fought the British. He survived countless excruciatingly difficult military campaigns. He's one of the most sensational figures of American history. Jackson was quick-tempered and extremely proud. If somebody looked at him the wrong way or somebody impugned his character in any way, he needed satisfaction. And hence we have a serial duelist. Jackson loved duels. We don't know how many duels he's fought and historians are split. Some say it's 13, some say there's way more than that. But One of them more was supposedly most- in uh, Kingston, Tennessee, right here by me. They have like nice. a monument to it and stuff with a little plaque. But, you know, how can you trust that? He loves them, but we don't know how many he's been in. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh... <laughs> yeah. it's like how many kids does Charlie Murphy have, you know? Yeah. I mean, I like sex, but how many times have I had it? <laughs> way more than that, but it's more than most people have duels. Jackson fought said. his most famous duel in 1806 with Charles Dickinson. His father-in-law was Charles having a drawn-out feud over a horseback <laughs> gone wrong with Jackson. Charles Dickinson stood up for his father-in-law, and the two met with dueling pistols. No shit, I didn't know about Dickinson this. Dickinson is an awesome shot. Everybody knows this, including Andrew Jackson. So Jackson, like the insane badass that he was, said, you can go first. And Andrew oh. Jackson stands there like an oak tree. Hickory tree. God damn it. Oh, right in the chest. So the bullet hits Andrew Jackson, cracks his ribs, lands like millimeters away from the guy's heart. But Jackson doesn't go down. Jackson calmly took out a handkerchief, staunched the wound, said he was okay. Takes his gun out, aims for the heart. Bang! Kills him dead. It's hard to pick which is the most badass part of that story. Wait a minute. For me, it's him demanding that the guy take the first shot. <laughs> you might be wondering where the bullet went. Bullet stays in Andrew Jackson. He carried that to the day he died. That's badass. There's no fight like a duel, and Old Hickory yeah. did it best. For pulling off the ultimate win, our experts give Andrew Jackson a perfect 20 in round one. This is like battle of douchebags for presidents yeah. shooting each other. What the fuck? Drink Duff beer. No bullshit. Did Andrew Jackson... I Direct was founded on a simple mission. Did Andrew Jackson... Did Andrew Jackson really kill Charles Dickens? I'm gonna... 
No way. The guy, the guy totally blew the line though. Well, what was the line again? Because he didn't say it right. Now it's my turn, or some shit like that. What was it? Yeah. No. Nice no. try. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew Jackson got around. Charles Dickens. That's crazy. Dickinson. That sounds... Dickinson. <laughs> no, Charles Dickens, the guy that wrote uh, yeah. Tale of no, Two you're Cities. right. Tale of Two Cities. Yeah. Yeah. And Christmas Carol. What an asshole! When, when future president Jackson killed Charles Dickens, son. that's a good headline. Let's run with it. <laughs> history Front of page. sorts. This is from <laughs> historyofsorts.com. When you, future U.S. president Jackson killed Charles Dickens, son. Okay, so it's not it's not the guy that wrote Tell Two Cities and all that. Uh, Charles Dickens' son. It's a son. Oh, <laughs> he killed. Oh, dude. <laughs> That's out of bounds, man. You don't kill a kid, a man's kid. I know. Man. No, wow. he was 18. It's cool. Okay. It's cool. Fair enough. He's mouthy. All right. Oh, yeah, Sir Wes. Um, we need to... Uh, we could talk about Andrew, Andrew Jackson all night, but I think we really need to talk about... Yeah, your show, which um, why is why we even brought up Old Hickory Andrew Jackson himself in the first place. If I can pop this again, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna take a sip. Oh, it's old Hickory. While I take a sip of this Old Hickory Chattanooga. Great American whiskey, <laughs> oh, why don't you tell you me that? about your uh, your podcaster? What are you drinking? Well, this was the the Chattanooga whiskey riot. Listen to it. Did you hear the even the ooh? I heard the, the, slosh. the jiggle jiggle of the yeah. yeah. I heard the jiggle. I heard the slosh. It was orgasmic. Um, yeah, beer, bourbon, and balderdash is a podcast that I do with my buddy John Harrison. Uh, basically, came about when we were sitting on the back porch after uh, he's helped me remodel my garage, and uh, we we're just back there drinking some whiskey, and uh, we thought uh, our conversation uh, was making us laugh enough that we thought the world needed to hear it. And uh, he's brewed beer before and stuff like that, so he's pretty knowledgeable on on beer. And I, uh, I like whiskey, so uh, that doesn't make me knowledgeable about anything, uh, except I like drinking whiskey. So we thought we'd just give it a shot and try a podcast, and uh, thus beer, bourbon, and balderdash came about. And uh, I think we're on our twenty. I think tomorrow we're going to record our 22nd episode. So we're brand new, uh, but we're having fun. And uh, Hell yeah. Darren O'Neill called it a podcast that gave us a reason to drink. So um, <laughs> I, heard I was asking on, for help I, I believe, on, so I'm pretty damn sure I heard it on the No Agenda stream the other day, too, after I'd already listened to two of the episodes. Nice. Pretty sure. Yeah, so actually. I think it's on there. I actually cut a, a little piece of Adam saying, uh, up next on the stream, beer, bourbon, and then he blew Balderdash. I haven't uh, donated yet to correct him. I was wondering <laughs> if that would piss him off or not, but I'm going to do it anyways. Yeah, do it. Because uh, he said... I love uh, that. I didn't even hear didn't Adam say, say that. Balderdash. I just know I heard it on the stream. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, he didn't Balderdash. say Balderdash. What is, what is Balderdash? He said something else. What's the definition of Balderdash? Nonsense. Who just nonsense. Who, we bullshit. Uh, yeah. It's just bullshit. Balderdash. So. What's uh? It's uh. That's that would be um. Hoobastank. Uh, what's another word for that? Um, bullshit. Yeah, like you said. Yeah, bullshit. Yeah. Some um, people pronounce it Boulderdash, 
um, but that's that's nothing. No, that's, Basically, uh, if you're that's running a down a Colorado mountain and something's fire. coming at you. Yes, yes, yeah. Big rock coming at you. Yeah. You're running. You're no, that's, boulder dashing. That's boulder, and this yes. is balder. Balder. So this is, yeah, this is a lack of hair. You know, something like dashing. That. Yes. Yeah. This is the 5K you run if you're bald headed. That's basically. Or you run so fast that your hair falls off your head. That could happen. It happens. I'm pretty sure. After the only after the vaccine, if you're a, if you're a booster boy. <laughs> booster boy. Uh, now, can I give you my review of this old hickory liquid? Yes, I would love your review. Of now, have you tried this? You said you I have not. Well, I got to tell you, a lot of. Uh, East Coast Southern whiskeys do not make it up here to the uh, great prison state of Washington. So where Jay Inslee reigns as king. And I think he's at 900 days of emergency powers, by the way, which he will not relinquish. So he could uh, change all the laws at a whim. That's Is it just you and Sir Bimrose that are still alive in that state? Like, like I thought everybody else left and fled. I mean, the last no agenda meetup meet that I went to, there was like 20 people or so. But uh, but at that meetup, phone boy, he left. Yep. Um, yep. I think another dame left. And uh, the rest of us plebs are just sitting here uh, uh, hoping that uh, someone will duel Jay Inslee one day. So, Dude, wouldn't it be so cool if politicians still did that? Like if Ted Cruz and uh, Beto O'Rourke just got out there like and did a duel to the death? God, That'd be dude. hilarious. It, we could not only would that. it be hilarious, I think our country would be a lot better. If you knew that if you like were such an asshole that someone wanted to do it with you, I think our country would be better. Because you might be go, uh, maybe I won't say that. I don't want to die. <laughs> or they'd be really good marksmen. I don't think they would be. I don't know. I, I, I just like the, I like the I like the entire concept of it. Is, but I guess the uh, left would be at a disadvantage when they refuse to handle firearms you know it it might be a disadvantage for them when uh, i think about that often to be honest with you and uh to our fbi listeners i think about often how um as mad and angry as as people are on the left quote unquote um you don't own guns it's it's going to be really weird when you decide that all the republicans should just die (laughs) <laughs> I just, it's just going to be really weird. It's, uh, I don't think it's going to work out the way you think it's going to work out. And I'm not a Republican, um, but uh, I definitely, nor a Democrat. I don't give a shit. It's all fucking corrupt. But uh, I think it's funny when they start saying that and then they refuse to own any weapons. I don't know what they're thinking. Just the words are going to hurt them, apparently. I don't know. You ever think about that? Yeah. Oh, big time. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Uh, I think we're on the same page. Now I have Okay, good. <laughs> uh yeah. I I have a urban dictionary definition. Hold up. Of a hot Richard? Of Balderdash. Oh yes. What is it? Uh Balderdash. Let's see. Balderdash, a heap of utter crap. Yes. Oh, that describes our podcast perfectly. <laughs> used in used in a sentence. You're talking mm-hmm. shit, pal. That's total balderdash. Yes. Okay. So that's that's basically uh, us. Yes. And this, the, by the way, this Urban Dictionary post was uploaded in 2003. 
Boulder Dash could oh, wow. be used to describe what Prime Minister Tony Blair talks on a regular basis, <laughs> both in and out of Parliament. It's posted September 23rd, 2023. By Bonnie Wee Haggis. Bonnie false Haggis. info. Yeah, Balderdash false info. That's another. Yeah, that's good. Uh, trivial nonsense. Balderdash. Trivial nonsense. Uh, yeah, I think I think uh, all those kind of fit the bill. Uh, the balderdash is a sex position, by the way, where oh, both shit. partners cover their entire bodies in lube, <laughs> lube, and the bottom lies spread eagle on the bed, and the top stands at the end of the room facing the bed and makes a running leap like a slip and slide towards their partner, penetrating, penetrating the partner during the pro- process. If the bottom is a girl her pube should be waxed into a landing strip or a Brazilian wax to avoid any rug burn. <laughs> the traditional version, the traditional way, of course, is both partners must shave their entire bodies, including pubes, hence the bald <laughs> in Balderdash. Balderdash. Uh, for variants on this position, see mudslide. No shit. All right. That's good. I don't know. I'm going to bring that up to John tomorrow. That'll be on our next podcast. Okay, good. Balder Dash. That's good. Balder Dash. <laughs> Balder Dash. I'm a French Norwegian, so I'm very hairy. And Manscaped just can't cut through this. <laughs> so there's lots of rug burn when I perform the Balder Dash. Thank you for calling Venture Tech. Sorry we couldn't take your call right now. Please leave a name and number and we'll get back to you. Damn. Venture tech. I'm trying to... <laughs> I'm trying over here. I'm trying to get a museum on the phone to ask about Andrew Jackson, Boulder Dash, yes. all this stuff. Yeah. Very interested in the Andrew Jackson. The Andrew Jackson is actually one... The Andrew Jackson is actually one of the most bold sex... Sexual uh, positions you can do with a woman. Do you know that? No. What is it? Uh, it's when it's it's when you uh, it's when you fuck your lady in the mouth while you yeah. t- while you make fun of Native Americans. Oh my god! <laughs> and when when her eyes start watering, you call it the trail of tears. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, uh, I'm canceled, dude. You're canceled. They're coming <laughs> so, after you. I'm so canceled now. That's at Sir Seasitter <laughs> on No Agenda Social. <laughs> Hello? Oh my god. It's a bomb. Oh, <laughs> uh, damn it. All right. Isn't it like 12 o'clock at night where you History live? Right Museum now? California, maybe. That's why I need to look up. Yeah. You oh, should no, tell them about no, the Trail of no, Tears. Not even that. History Museum Hawaii. That's how you get the real... Um, oh, yeah. They're, they're, like, they're, they're like six hours behind. It's like 9 a.m. Yeah. All right, here we go. 4.6 stars. You should tell them about the Andrew Jackson position, see what they say. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Hope they don't star 69 your ass. Uh, they won't. <laughs> Nobody ever does that. Unless they're smart. 
Aloha and thank you for calling the Bernice Poahi Bishop Museum. The museum is open from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. every day. They're not going to know shit about American history. All holidays, except we are closed on Thanksgiving <laughs> and Christmas Day. New health and oh, God, Thanksgiving and Christmas, that's coming up, isn't it? ...have been implemented throughout our campus to keep the museum a safe place... No, it's July. <laughs> what are you talking about? ...about the museum, visit our website at bishopmuseum.org. Please make a selection from the, the following option. For more the information shit. about health and safety measures... Oh, it's the Bishop Museum or the Bitch Shit events, Museum? I don't know. Please press 1. Bitch shit. Bitch shit. I like yours. Bitch shit. Parking or directions to the museum. Mask. For membership services and information, please press three. For information about Shop Pacifica and the Museum Cafe by Highway Inn, please press four. For library and archives, please. Press oh my God! To search the staff directory for a specific staff member or department, please press nine. To speak to an operator, please press zero. Zero! I should have pressed that at the beginning. It's always zero. What am I thinking? Bishop Museum, how may I help you? Hi, uh, I have some questions about uh, Andrew Jackson and the Bit Shit Museum. I'm sorry, who? Andrew Jackson, our uh, seventh president um, in the Bit Shit Museum. I'm not sure this would be the correct museum for that. We're the one in Hawaii. Yeah, this is the Bishop Museum. Yes, it is. Okay, yeah, that's that's what I was asking about. Um, now, did um, do you have uh, when we arrived there? Do you have uh, pamphlets or at least uh, some kind of documentation of Andrew Jackson's duels that he did in Hawaii? I don't believe we do. No. Oh, oh, what, uh, what do you have? I'm, I'm here with my uh, husband on the phone, and we were uh, trying to just take our, our kid there and uh, let him um, kind of learn some um, American history, but you know, uh, the, uh, the good kind of American history, if, if that makes sense. Uh, the only history we have here is about Hawaii itself, not of America. I thought Hawaii is Hawaii not. Um, Wes, is, is Hawaii not part of America? No, I think it is. I thought it was. Yes. Well, the history that we have is not from that time. So it's all pre-American history that we have. Do you guys have any museums that are about American history? Mm, I guess I like continental only... United States. No, not continental United States history. Oh, okay. What was the what was the name of the the uh, the really uh, the really sick bastard that was it John John um, the, the guy that like came he came to uh, Cook was that his name last name Cook he was the sailor that that came and they uh, they ravaged kind of the uh, the Hawaiian people and I was wondering if you had at least some stories about that if you didn't have anything about um, Andrew Jackson. Mm, that'd be good. Mm, I don't think we do, or at least like not not particularly like you know specific exhibits about them. Uh, could you list off some exhibits that you do have? Because we have a um, a gender queer child that we're trying to 
kind of raised up to have American history, but the reason we wanted to come to, you know, Hawaii is because we thought it would be, you know, American history without really being American history. Like skip all the yes. slavery stuff and all that because it's it's very yeah. problematic, you know. Yeah. Um. So you can actually find some of this information online as well. Um, is that a dot com or a dot net? Dot or dot gov. Oh, dot org. 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 Yeah. Like orgasm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or join the Borg, like from Star Trek. Oh, Borg. Yeah, that was. Yeah, dot Borg. Is it so? It's um, it's uh, Andrew Jackson dot Borg. Is that what you said? No, bishopmuseum.org. Bishopmuseum dot Borg. Bishopmuseum dot Borg. Okay. Okay. B i t c h s h i t dot o r g slash Andrew Jackson. Dot Borg. Yep. Oh, dot Borg. Dot Borg. Dot Borg. That's right. Okay. Dot Borg. Okay. She hung on there. What a trooper. I think when I spelled out bit shit, that kind of did it for her. Okay. Oh, God, bit man. Shit dot Borg. Dot Borg, honey. <laughs> dot Borg. <laughs> bit shit dot Borg. Uh, I need to get, get that, that URL. Yeah, I get it. I need to get that URL. <laughs> bit shit dot Borg. Before Adam does. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Well, I think uh, I think we just stop it there. As well, I think we prank, learned a lot. No, as I far think, as prank uh, comes, though. Yeah. I think Hawaii doesn't give a shit about USA. <laughs> I think. Um, Do you have any uh, U.S. history? No, it's all Hawaiian, sir. <laughs> is it? Is it Hawaii in the U? Uh. Oh my God! All right. Can we like completely shift gears here and completely wait for the Japanese to take them back over? In a completely inappropriate way, I think we should shift gears here. Yeah, yeah. No, it's because cool. Whatever you, you want to do, man. You and I uh, talked on the phone about yep. uh, not just Seinfeld. A boot. A boot. We not we did we we talked on the phone not just about the Seinfelds. Jerry and Yeah, which uh, is my favorite jingle. That was good. Well, lucky for you, I didn't come up with that one. It was actually already pre made. Well, the, you know the, my favorite part is the long version where it just doesn't end. <laughs> Seinfeld a lot 10 of the, hours. Yeah. yeah. It's the Sein- sound effect where it's just like the, the mouth popping. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Who who uh, thought in the 90s that was a cool sound that we need to make sure? Uh, whoever they were, they were a genius. How about that? I mean, I guess. <laughs> uh no, but I, I, uh, we were, I've been drinking a little bit, so, you know. That's yeah. fun. I've been drinking, I've been drinking, uh, some. Old Hickory. Old Hickory. But <laughs> I, do, I, I heard have, a little slosh do, there. It's getting sloshy. All right. All right. Let me slosh, let me slosh a little more back and then I'll have a question for you. Okay. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> We talked a little bit on the phone about theology. I kind of wanted to talk about that because I don't get to, on this show. I do not get to talk enough about the nature of reality, the nature of God, any of that stuff. And I okay. want to talk about that a little bit today. Sure. 
So I guess the easiest way to do that would be, let me give you my nutshell version take on Jeebus. Yes. God. And then you can kind of fill in the gaps and give me your take. Is that okay? God of the gaps. Let's go. All right. All right. So here's my take. All right. I think. And this is mostly drug induced slash philosophical books afterwards that I read that completely lined up with my experience. Okay. It's very Buddhist Hindu, but I think that the world, the entire universe, the entire realm of existence that we live in was God pretending not to be God. And he just plays all the parts of everything that exists. And God just not only created the universe, but became the universe. And everything he is, is like a little finger appendage of what he's doing. And everything that exists is a part, not only a part of God, but so much of a part of God that it's God trying to pretend that he's not God to entertain himself. And every human being that exists is a piece of that. And when you die, you go back into that hole and you realize, oh, yeah, I'm God. And then you come back out and get spit back back out into a uh, incarnation. Does that make any of that make sense? I feel like I just went on that DMT trip with you. <laughs> okay. I have no idea what the fuck you just said. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> That would be a Seinfeld episode. Uh, okay, so none of that made sense. Are you serious? I thought. It, I thought. It I mean, I. I mean, I understand Buddhism. I understand Hinduism. I understand uh, God is all, and I understand. I understand. Uh, Have you ever done mushrooms? <clears throat> no, I haven't done psychedelics. Uh, only, only because the opportunities I had as a uh, teenager. I was too afraid of how I might react. I was kind of protective of how I might react. Like I hardly, I, I didn't even wise, smoke weed. I think I, think I smoked move. weed like twice. I think I smoked weed twice. Yeah. I hung out with people who did shrooms, and that was fun. <laughs> uh, f- fucking with them was the best thing in the whole wide world. Like all <laughs> kinds of crazy shit. <clears throat> um, yeah. Which made me even more like, no, nah, I ain't doing that. Um, but uh, I mean, as an adult, I don't think I would mind. Uh, doing it in a, in a place that's uh, kind of controlled, not at some park with a bunch of idiot teenagers. So. No, yeah, no, it's it's all, so much of it is about set and setting as, as you always hear, but it really yeah. is the most profound, like even uh, even all these studies they do, they've done is like religious, you know, Hebrew scholars and Baptists yeah. and people that have been, you know, religious and and Buddhists all all together, like they've been practicing all this stuff for decades, and then they try that yeah. and they say it was the single most spiritual experience of their life. So I I definitely and as someone who's gone through it, yeah, there's definitely something to it, but it's yeah. definitely not to be taken lightly. Um, but yeah, that's th- that type of experience is the reason I hold those. Uh, beliefs because at the time they weren't just beliefs they were like this is the way the world works now you like were you raised christian did you grow up in a christian home hardcore hardcore yeah 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 i i was a a bible teacher um at a high school and middle school for almost a decade um and taught a lot of pks i know you know what pks are uh Um, pre-kindergarten pastor's kids 
<clears throat> oh, oh, dude, let me let me divert your those, just for those thirty seconds for thirty seconds. Pastors' kids, man. I was a freshman in high school, and I think the statute of limitations is expired on this, so I can tell the story. <laughs> uh, my grandpa, my grandfather at the time, who was over ninety, had a his the entire garage was maybe thirty different cabinets of liquor, and some of it was worth a lot of money, lots of liquor, I'm sure. just crazy yeah. liquor. And when I was a freshman in high school, we had just moved down to Tennessee. I sold the pastor's kids that were juniors and seniors in high school while I was a freshman. <laughs> I sold them liquor, and they would give me hundreds of dollars for just any kind of liquor I pulled out of there. Yeah. And nice. The, past, the pastor's kids were always the most fucked up, always the most. Yeah. Like, the pastor's kids were doing crazy shit all the time. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. It was a re- it's a rebellious thing. Uh, yeah. When you kind of come to that age, um, not, not all of the pastor's kids that I knew that, they ended up that way. Some of them actually continued to to think not crazy. They didn't want to rebel because their parents, uh, as pastors, weren't super fundamentalist, very restrictive parents. They understood human nature as well as um, right. Christianity. So, right. But the ones that had very fundamentalist, strict, even mean, you could even say unloving, like where the kids are like, this isn't God's love um, type of type pastors um you know they they rebelled hardcore and you know and i had to do a lot of counseling with them as well because i didn't agree with that kind of um parenting although i did although i agreed with a lot of what the parents were trying to say and and teach their children i didn't agree in the manner in which it was being taught does that make sense yeah oh yeah for sure and and even with my own kids uh i allow them to figure it out for themselves though i raise them in a christian household um you know at the end of the day i can't make them do anything um i can't make anybody do anything and if i did i'd be a really shitty person so um i don't want to manipulate anybody right Uh, and so that's kind of how i've raised them like i've taught them what i believe and i wasn't raised a christian i didn't i didn't become a christian until 23 i think it was um, but anyways, so I didn't, I didn't raise him Christian or anything like that. So, uh, I did raise him Christian or taught him all the things, but I didn't, I didn't make him do anything. Everything when they, when they wanted to be baptized, they came to me and said, well, can I be baptized? And I said, do you want to be baptized? I mean, that's totally your choice. Like, I'm not making you do that. And so it's not, it's not about credit, but it is. Yeah. And, uh, so anyways, I mean, I get what you're saying. I think a lot of people start, uh, going down that road. Uh, because they're trying to figure out and and trying to think in their minds sometimes uh, reconcile um, what well, what's going on in the world and where is a God and then when you have uh, an experience with um, shrooms, I've heard um, that it can be a um, almost uh, mystical experience. Very as well. much so. Yeah, almost and, to a terrifying, uh, almost to a terrifying amount where you like uh, with with. Uh, First time I went out of body on acid, I I thought that for two weeks, real life is nowhere near as real as what is, I just experienced. To the point where real, it's like you, it's like you went out of the matrix and then all of a sudden you're back in it. It's that well, level. That's funny because the most real thing you've ever experienced just happened to you, and everything before or after in your life is not near as real as that. Yeah, that's interesting because even the Old Testament talks about a world unseen. Um, 
yeah. that oh, is yeah. uh, going on behind the scenes that uh, we as uh, humans in this reality don't don't get to see. Uh, so I believe that's true. I believe a lot of the shit that's going on right now is spiritual warfare uh, behind the veil. Yeah, it's you manufactured. Really yeah, yeah. Uh, so and there's I, there's powers and principalities that are manipulating us constantly to be herded like cattle one way or another. Absolutely. I've had, um, I don't know the 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 what broke me out of my I guess you could say Christian upbringing is what mm-hmm. what really made me start thinking outside of that box that I was raised in from birth was how many different and 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 it was just so many different denominations of Christianity that I was exposed to throughout my whole childhood throughout high school middle school yep all yeah. these christian all the like one version of christianity said the book of revelations has already been fulfilled none of that is going to happen in the future it's already all prophecy that's been fulfilled at the methodist church and then you know you're over at the baptist or you're at the non-denominational church and everybody has a different interpretation of in particular the book of revelations which is what um i think is the most interesting book of the bible because i do think it has been fulfilled in a lot of ways, or is being fulfilled with the mark of the sure. beast and the world government yeah. and the you know sure. uh, hand on your the stamp on your hand and for yeah. so like there's a, there's a lot of very heavy deep deep mystical stuff that I think is in the Book of Revelations that is absolutely yeah. being manifested and coming true. But my yeah. um, disillusionment, I guess, with Christianity was. Um, it, uh, only a small chunk of it was really how I was taught it as a child. Hmm. Um, but mo- most of it was just the contradictions between the sex of it. Uh, you know, S E C-T. Yeah. C-T-S. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not S-E-X. Yeah. Uh, denominations. The don- Yes, the, the different sex- sects and denominations of it. There's, yeah. it's just such a, it's, it's, Gender it's, it's all Christianity. Yeah. Well, and it's like, how do you know who's right? <laughs> And then everybody thinks they're like, my dad was like the King James version of the Bible is the only version of the Bible that really matters. Well, those are fun arguments. And, and because, and, and, and God said he would never change the version of the Bible. So that's how, you know, the Bible is like God, God, like in the word of God, this is, I heard this from pastors. I heard this from my parents and this is another, I don't mean to lay all this on you at once, but no, I love it. Cool. My, I, I always heard this from my parents, my my pastors. It was the word of God cannot be changed, and mm. that's why you know it's real. But then, at the <laughs> in the same breath, they would say, "Well, the NIV version is fake," and it's like, "But you just said, yeah, that the word of God cannot be changed." But you're saying that only the King the King James version is good. You're saying that the NIV and the New King King's James isn't good. So if yeah. you're saying it cannot be changed, then how do you know that didn't happen to the version you like? Yeah. How do you know that? Yeah. And, and and 66, they just happened to choose 66. Constantine just chose 66 books. Uh, that's a little satanic well, to a, me. Why did that's they a pick, can of worms, by the way. Why did they choose 66 books of the Bible? Why did they leave out the Book of Enoch? You know, it's a whole thing. It's like, yeah. Or the I Book of so Thomas. Many, or the so Book of questions. Mary. Exactly. All right, so I'll yeah, shut, those are, I'll those shut are the all fuck great up questions. and uh, <laughs> no, that's Alex awesome. Jones would say, you have the floor. <laughs> yeah, so uh, being a high school, middle school teacher, especially when it comes to the Bible, um, 
I got all those exact same questions all the time. Um, and they don't, they don't bother me. They don't scare me. Shit, so I'm an um, idiot. So no, I didn't know that was even original. <laughs> no, okay. no, but everybody thinks that. Every, I think everyone that grows up as a Christian has those uh, thoughts, and they they wonder those questions. And then the unfortunate part is that when they go to someone that they see as an authority, and they might ask those questions, they get uh, bullshit answers, and then they start questioning. Then they go, "Well, why should I even believe this? If you don't, you can't even give me a real answer." Like, you know, I'm not dumb. Right, you've raised me to believe this, and now when I'm asking like a tough question that's not even that tough, honestly, um, you don't know, but I'm supposed to consider you an authority, um, and that's that's a hard thing for a kid to start realizing as well. Is that oh, these people that I've been believing, what else are they lying to me about? Um, as a side note, my wife and I agreed that um, as we were raising our kids, we would never tell them that Santa Claus was real. Uh, yeah, because we didn't want to start a relationship with our Tooth children. Fairy, all that. Yeah, because you don't want on the, a lie. Because and because if you're yeah. telling them the God's real at the same time, then they're yeah, it sets it up for that. Sure. And yeah, I do. I, I, I want to go on record and say I do believe in a higher power. I do believe in some kind of Godhead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've experienced God. I've I would at least, and I know that sounds cocky and arrogant, but I've. No. I've had near-death experiences. I've had <clears throat> psychedelic experiences. I, I know there is a higher power. What that yeah. thing is, I don't know. And uh, yeah. I don't think really anybody does. But there is some kind of manifesting, super synchronistic higher power to this this whole sure. realm that we live in. And I think this realm is just one of trillions of infinite realms. Uh, because you know, e- even in the Bible, it's like God is an infinite God. Why would God just create this one Earth on this one universe? Like, obviously, God's got more going on than that. Otherwise, he'd be a pretty shitty God. <laughs> it's like, I'm, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, I don't I've, know. I've, God's sure. like, I've lived forever. I've always existed, and I will exist forever. But I'm just going to create Earth and this universe, yeah. and that's all. Bullshit, yeah. dude. That makes no sense. God's well, got at infinite. the end of the day, yeah. At the end of the day, God doesn't even need us. So, oh fuck no! It, it yeah, the relationship is not a uh, a relationship where He needs us and we need Him. It's it's actually the opposite. We need Him, um, but He doesn't need anything from us. And I would tell my students when they would start questioning these these things, I'd say, "Well, thanks for being honest." Because the last thing, you know, God's not. If God is real, he's I'm going to start with this preference. If He's real, if He says who He says He is. If he's all-knowing, if he's everywhere, if he understands everything, um, he's not phased or upset or worried about you questioning him. He's not. He's just not. He's probably the most secure being anywhere. Sorry, right? you, you said uh, you said God is real. Well, I think God is real. God is real. You're Jewish, right? <laughs> Sorry, God is when you say God is real, is God is real? You know, I got I got to do it. God You're is Jewish, real. Right? I got yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that's my sugar. So, <laughs> <Sorry>. uh, <laughs> I couldn't help myself. I had, a, I had a Jewish math teacher, and we'd always go, "Oh, Mister Dross, that's my sugar." <laughs> oh love my that. God! <laughs> but uh, so God's not worried about these questions. So I always I always encourage my students like ask. Ask away, like you know. And if you don't get a satisfying answer, that doesn't mean there's there's not an answer, um, you know. So always be always be curious, always be looking, and God will show up. 
I believe firmly God will show up. So, you know, oftentimes when people said, well, God, I don't think that there's a God or God's not with me or anything like that. He's probably wherever you left him. Um, God doesn't leave us. We leave God, if that makes any sense. No, I, um, I, I, and I think it's, it's helpful, even if somebody who's listening is not a Christian, I think there's such power in having intent with, uh, you know, like, like Mofax talks about blessing your food or just, mm-hmm. just, there is, there is a higher power. It doesn't have to, like, I, I don't, I get hung up when the dogma of a specific religion comes up because, you know, the first question anybody asks who's raised in a Christian church is like, like, you know, we, what we all asked in elementary school is like, what about somebody that lives on a deserted island that's never heard of Jesus? Like, are they going to go to hell? Which I don't believe in heaven or hell, but yeah, that, I mean, that is such a fundamental question. And if like anybody, like no matter what religion they believe in, will get such a benefit out of just blessing their food, just like literally putting like things into the hands of a higher power. And I know it sounds goofy to a lot of people, but like there's well, just so- being thankful. Just yeah. being thankful. And I, I don't buy that, like, you have to have, like, a certain book or a certain dogma to tap into that higher power. I think there's, like, the human spirit knows what's right and wrong. The human spirit can, knows when to be thankful for things. Like, fuck, it's, it's, so, it's so simple, but it's so important, I think, to just tap into that, um, that uh, the, 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 you know, the soul, the spiritual part of, uh, every human being's uh, body, I guess you could call it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting for me because I believe the Bible's true. I believe that Jesus is God. I believe that Jesus showed Himself as God. So full disclosure. Um, I think it was God basically saying, "Hey, like it, I know you guys can't see me because God is spirit. Um, so here I am manifested. So when it says, you know, God is <clears throat> incarnate, right? Jesus is God incarnate." I always, my, my students used to laugh at this because I'd say it's, it's, you know, you get a can of chili and it says chili con what? And they go carne. And I go, well, what's con, con carne? Well, that's with meat. <laughs> God is, Jesus is God with meat, essentially. So, oh, yeah. Um, like yeah. Okay. I got you. Yeah. So it's incarnate. It's, it's God in human flesh. So God wanted to show himself to people so that he could be like, hey, you know, uh, this is this is me. This is who I really am. So I do believe that Jesus is God and it's a manifestation of God. Do you believe um, that he is the only manifestation of God or is it like one in uh, of our era? Like how, how often no, does I God think, do that? I think he's that? the only one. I don't, I, don't think, I don't think God's done it many times. Though I, I believe that uh, God has written it into... So like if you're, I've watched all the skeptical stuff. So like the zeitgeist and stuff like that. And I've even listened to William Cooper's whole series on the hour of the time. Have you listened mm-hmm. to that? Yes. God, I love, I love Coop- that. That's my, one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of, uh, and I think a lot of like, I think even David Icke's even part of this too, where they, there's a, the hero myth and Jesus kind of fits the hero myth form. Um, and it's been throughout well, Babylon it, and Mesopotamia and Egyptian yeah, b- cultures. Before Jesus like ever exist, existed, supposedly we have documents showing the exact same story archetype going back before Jesus sure, was born. Sure. Yeah, yeah, and I and I think, and this is my personal opinion. Um, I think God was trying to 
he's always revealing to us what he's going to do, whether we catch it or not. So like you find the book of Revelations interesting. You feel like a lot of it is kind of coming to pass now. It's manifesting. It's kind of the yeah. same thing. Yeah, it's manifesting. Yeah. Yeah. And it could be the fact that we read the Revelations and we see it now, right? So that we're, our eyes are kind of open to it as well. Um, the, but the, it's just, it, the uh, I guess, skeptical point of view, if, if I could take mm-hmm. one, would be yeah. the, that the elites of the world literally based their plan their evil plan on the book of revelations but i don't think that's actually how it was going on i think um john when he was hallucinating on an island actually had a manifestation of, of prophecy yeah and well i mean i've had students ask me like well if satan knows how it ends because satan obviously knows the bible then why does he keep trying and that's delusion of pride you know it's i don't believe that so therefore, I'm going to keep going at it. And globalists hate Christians. They do. If, they, if they're you, the worst, yeah. If you pay any kind of attention to the things that are going on with people that are quote-unquote globalists, it's very anti-Christianity, if you understand the, the tenets and morals of Christianity. And not just what you see from the to mouth readers that you see on TV. To a diabolical so. level, it is anti-Christian. Yeah. And yeah. if, if and, there's and, any reason to become Christian, it's because, you know, you're— it's the same reason to vote for Trump, I guess, in a sick way to compare it to that. But it's it's you know um, you know your friends based on their enemies, kind of a thing. Yeah, like the but the people then, that like Western the people that attack Christianity are through and through so fucking evil. Yeah, well, they're they're really against morals that most people agree about until you know it's a third rail for them, right? So. And then they become very vehement about it. You're Jewish, right? And then they usually uh, contradict themselves. But anyways, and Western Christianity isn't Christianity. I want to make sure everyone understands that that straight. American Christianity, what's, its version of it, it's it's a pretty whorish version of of what's your Jesus what's your purism uh, definition? Not to I know I know that's hard to define, but what's your if you could briefly just give your What's what's Christianity to you in a good way? Like, what's the good side of it? What's the untainted version of it? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and strength, and mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. Um, I mean, that's basically what Jesus said, right? So it's first love God, and through your love for God comes for your love for humanity. Um, if you don't love God, you don't love humanity. I mean, if there's no God, and these are the thoughts that run through my head. So your The Bible tells us that. That's right. Uh, that uh, uh, you don't love yourself necessarily. If you don't love yourself, you don't love your your you know another person. If you don't love this other person, then they're just uh, we we label them and then they're they're worthless to us. So we don't mind if they're dead. Uh, we don't mind if they're killed. We don't mind if they're you know not worth anything. And uh, and I think that's very not what Jesus was teaching. Um, and uh, even the people that hated him. I mean, he didn't lash out. Actually, the people that he hated the most, if you could say he hated the most, uh, was the religious people. The you yeah. know the people that thought they were on, you know, God's on their side, which is funny. That's always a funny statement. God doesn't pick sides; he is a side. You pick it, um, but he doesn't pick you, right? In that sense. Uh, so he was Jesus was most upset by those that were ripping off the poor, that were using God's name to take advantage of other people, to manipulate systems and powers and stuff like that, because that's not what God was all about. It's it's hard and, to find a uh, church that doesn't that isn't in some way fit that bill. 
it, yeah, uh, that's a that's a Western thing, man. That's a and there's what you'll find though, and here's here's what I have to say. What you'll find in those churches though are people who are good people in that sense, right? So the church itself and maybe the leaders and the pastors, unfortunately, maybe they don't always fit that bill. And and again, they're human beings too, so they're gonna totally fail you every single time. Just like your just like your wife will, like you will to your wife, like your parents will, like everybody will because we're not perfect at all and we have to keep that in our mind. Right. You know, these pastors that just like our political leaders, you know, they're they're not gonna they're not gonna be a hundred percent all the time. They're not. They can't. They cannot. And so we have to give them that grace and, and forgiveness unless they do something that's way over the line, then they have to deal with God and you get to make the choice whether or not you want to forgive them. Well, or not just forgive them, but you know, whether or not you want to associate with them anymore, I guess that's what I should say. So I I think, um, I think it goes a little beyond that. I think there's, I think there are, I mean, lizard people might be a bit exaggerating, but I do believe, (laughs) I do believe that they run a lot of things, including a lot of the religious institutions yeah, but the, it's definitely been taken over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, I I think there's like the Joel Olsteins of the world. I don't think there's any coming back from where they're at. I think these people are pure evil, and I don't think it's just televangelist. I I mean, what's the name of that guy that was? Um, oh my God, he's oh, there's eyes, many of them. There's a there's a guy I can't remember his name. Oh my God, dude, but he is like straight up. You look at him the first time you see him, he's got slit eyelids and he's hmm. arguing with some reporter talking about his private jet. He's like, Well, that's Laura's private jet. That's Laura's private jet. And he's shaking his head and his eyes are slit down the middle like like fucking lizard person. Like, oh, who was that? Oh Kenneth God. Copeland? Was that Kenneth Copeland? Was he All a right. TBNer? Let me see. Kenneth Copeland. Yes. Yes. Kenneth Copeland. Yeah, uh, he got in a lot of trouble for having this private jet too. He was a, he was dude, a liar. Look at his he was a eyeballs. Shyster. Look at yeah. his eyeballs. Just look at the. Do a Google search and look at his fucking eyelids. They're fucking yeah. lizard people. Like they are. He oh is, yeah, he's yeah. He is demon. I and think then, he might be demon possessed. Like, do you believe that? Um, like, uh, like the Book of David talks about it. Uh, or it's not David. Daniel. Daniel talks about it, the um, the book of Revelations, the, like, Baphomet, and I don't know, it's, mm-hmm. uh, I don't even like saying the name because I think it has a lot of power to it and not in a good Bale. way. Bale, yeah. No, it does, um, it does, it does. But the, the like Bob Dylan talks about, and I can play the clip if you want, but where Bob Dylan talks about, he's like, uh, I'm. He's talking to Charlie Rose or something. He's like, I I work for the Master Commander, uh, the one not at the war, not the ruler of this world, but the one we, the ruler of this world and the ruler of the one we can't see, and and wow. uh, the Book of Daniel talks about it, and the um, Book of Revelations talks about it. The and until Christ comes back, according to the biblical lore, the the. The devil runs the show, which means he runs the politics. He runs everything. Yeah, it's the powers and principalities. And it's creepy uh, that uh, so many people. I like. I I talked to a friend who's one of the biggest Christians I know, one of the absolute biggest Christians I know, and talking about the vaccine. And he said, 
that conspiracy theories are demonic. I talked about this when Mofax was on the show. And yeah. Mofax was like, so d- exposing conspiracy theories, exposing demonic activity is demonic. But that's actually what he said to me is like, it's he, he yeah. thought I, he thought he basically without in, in so many words said I was demon possessed for believing that the government was uh, influenced by demons or would do anything bad. How do you deal with yeah. that? I mean, uh, I mean, you have to use your brain. <laughs> I mean, obviously, uh, when when people make statements like that, especially as Christians, they've been fed that somewhere. They didn't come up with that the, on their own. If, if the Holy Spirit is real and gives us revelations today, which I believe he does, yeah, um, I don't think that's a thing that he would reveal to you. Um, it doesn't seem like it lines up that, you know, government is, should be the thing that you obey. Um and over God necessarily. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> and then calling someone else demon possesses, that's funny to me. Always. That's always. Funny yeah. To yeah. Me. I, I mean, he didn't come right out and say it's that, a, but it was, it was, no, the, he said, he said conspiracy theories are demonic and influenced yeah. by demonic forces. And, yeah. uh, I just think that's, uh, it's just a crazy thing. And then I have no ill will against this guy. He actually, no, He's one of my longest uh, friends from church. Like, I fucking love the dude. And after he got the vaccine, man, and he would never admit this, but he's had cardiac cardiac problems. He's out on like doing mission trips, and he got and he can't. Uh, it's just it's fucked because it's yeah. like I love the guy, but it's like at the same time he's been he's been poisoned by the fucking shot, and he doesn't want to admit that's what it was, and. Yeah. Uh, I haven't even suggested that idea to him, but it's like, okay, you you were perfectly healthy until six months ago, and now all of a sudden you're fucking on the on death's door with the, with the shit. Um, yeah, who knows if he would even listen to you? Even yeah, that's why I haven't so, even. I mean, you know, he never did before. Why would yeah. he now? That's why I haven't just, like even brought it up. But fight. yeah, no, I I have no interest in fighting him on that. But like, I fucking yeah. I love the guy at the same time. You know, yeah. it's like. And that's all you can do. I mean, actually, you could probably be more Christian to him just by uh, loving him regardless. Uh, you know, I have I have lots of friends that aren't, uh, you know, including John, who does the podcast with me, Beer, Bourbon, and Balderdash, uh, who's not a Christian. Um, and uh, he actually grew up Mormon. And uh, he's he's oh, well, uh, <laughs> he's nothing now, but... Um, That'll do it right there, man. Yeah, it sure will. And, uh, which is very Masonic... I don't think we've ever talked about that aspect of it. Maybe a little bit, but um, you know. But I, I, I told him I was like, I don't, I don't judge you. I don't care what you do. Um, you know, if I think you're wrong, I'll say you're wrong, and you can say I'm full of shit, and that's cool. You know, we're, we're going to be friends regardless. And as Christians, for some reason, I and this is I think the Western part of it um, is that we replace God by being judgmental in a lot of ways. Now we can have we can see that there are certain things that go against God's morality. Um, and, and we could say, well, that, I think that's absolutely wrong, but a person who doesn't believe in the same morality, I mean, you're not going to convince them by being a shithead to them, um, or, you know, telling them how wrong it's unreasonable to tell them that they're wrong if they don't believe the same thing as you. That's very unreasonable. Um, so, you know, you, you have to, 
you know, just be loving and just, you know, hold your own opinion and be courageous when they say, well, you're full of shit and say, okay, well, I guess I'm full of shit then to you. But I think this is true. And uh, I would never call someone demon possessed unless I saw their eyes roll up in the back of their head and they started speaking in some weird tongues and doing some weird shit. And then I might be like, you might be demon possessed. Um, <laughs> and I've, I've actually encountered yeah. people like that, by the way. Um, yeah, I, have, I have lots of I have lots of stories. Did about you hear that the kind of stuff. Net Ned show uh, we did where we covered NPR talking about Alex Jones turning his tongue black and being demon possessed and saying he was yes. Christ? What's yes. up with that? God, they love him. They love yeah. him. It's they crazy. love him so much. I mean, even if you like look at the Vatican stuff, if you look at the Vatican stuff in the serpent that's in the that one room, it's like a serpent head. If you take a wide view of it. Oh, and, and, and then, Jesus uh, getting tortured by demons that's yeah, literally yeah, in the Vatican? Yeah, as- ascension from hell. It's hmm, like, what the weird. hell? What the fuck? Yeah. Exactly. It's weird stuff. That whole thing is very... Since you've listened to that over time, I can't... I already know that you know. A lot of people don't know, but I know you know. No, yeah. Um, the, so, the Catholics, uh, the Catholics, the Mormons, the Baptists, all of them have yeah. some weird satanic shit hidden in their they deep... They do. I think the devil runs most organized religion. Going back to what I, do I was too. saying earlier, yeah, I do too. I do. You know, and uh, there was there was once a guy uh, I can't remember his name now, but he said, uh, you know, Jesus healed one guy's eyes with mud, and another guy um, with uh, he just healed his eyes. <laughs> and he says, "I'm surprised we don't have the mudites and the anti-mudites." Oh. You know, because they're all, I mean, I don't know why Christianity splits itself up that way. I think the part of that is a very satanic thing to divide and conquer Christianity. And I think Christianity has been co-opted by so many things that um, when people see Christianity today, it's so bastardized. And then when it's politicized, uh, it's even worse because Christianity is not meant to be politicized. That I, 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 that I will resist them every way I can. These people are the literal demon spawn of the pit of hell god i love him <laughs> and uh he's just he's just a wealth just a fountain uh, just a fountain of hot uh, takes i just i love him so much he's um, oh man he's so, he's been right about it. like dude as someone who did I know. as someone who did hardcore psychedelics for like five straight years i would be i was in i was in consistent contact with entities that were more real than you and me if we were talking to each other in person or yeah. as I was talking to my parents I grew up with beings that when I took this stuff I had more genuine reality contact with than anybody that I could ever like talk to in real life it felt more real talking to these things multiple year multiple year relations with um what I now consider to be demonic entities not all of them but some of them I think no, yeah, you opened up a thing. You open up a portal, and Lucifer masquerades yeah. as a being of light. And sure, dude, I, I, it took me a while to realize what they were saying, and um, or what I, I, I don't know. It's, it's too much for me to talk to. I have to talk to you about it, like on a longer forum, because mainly because yeah, I would love to talk about that. So that sounds fun. Anybody that's listened to the show has heard me fucking heard talk it. About, yeah, yeah, and because it, it's like I've spent an hour on one show talking about the whole thing, but you no, know, there, there is a serious, uh, I don't fucking trust those, uh, clockwork elves anymore is what I'm saying. And Alex was one of the first person, first people to get me to actually question that the, uh, relationships I'd had with interdimensional beings that felt like they were giving me the gospel. 
And yeah. interesting. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I grew up. Yeah. All right, go Mormons. Day. They were Mormons. Where be your gibes now? Your gambles? Your songs? Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> oh, that's a great story, Sarah. All right, kids. Now, how about we do some scripture readings from the Book of Mormon? All right! I have a copy of the Book of Mormon, dude. The Book of Mormon? What's that? You know, the book that Joseph Smith found. Who's Joseph Smith? <laughs> Only the most important person in the world. You never heard of him? No. Tell us the story of Joseph Muhammad. Smith again, Dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, tell us. All right. All right, you rascals. Gather round. Joseph Rassles. Smith lived in a little American town in the early 1800s. Joseph Smith was called a prophet. Dum 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 dum. Oh my God! He started the Mormon religion. Dum 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 dum. There goes that kooky Joseph Smith. You know he claims he spoke with God Jesus. Well, how do you know he did? Dum 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 dum. Joseph Smith was called a prophet. Hey, Joseph! I told my wife that you spoke with God and Jesus, and she didn't believe it. Well, it's true. I did. Where? I was out in the woods praying. I was asking God if I should be a Protestant or a Catholic or what, and suddenly God and Jesus appeared before me, and they said I should start my own church because none of the others had it right. And that's exactly how it happened. You see, this Scientology. You well, yeah, sure. Why would he make that up? Dum 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 dum. Yeah. Many people believe Joseph. Dum 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 dum. And dum, that dum. night he saw an angel. Dum 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 dum. And please bless mother and father. And please keep our bellies full of yum-yums and luscious goodies. Ah! Oh, my gosh. I am Moroni. I am a Native American. A Native American? <laughs> but He's your skin is white. <laughs> yes, long ago all Native Americans were white. We all came to America from Jerusalem. And while we were here, we were visited by Christ. Jesus lived here in America? Yes, eventually my people were all killed by the other tribe of Israel. And as punishment, God turned their skin red. These are the Native Americans. Nah. This is actually dum, 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 real dum, dum, Mormon doctrine. There is an no, I know. I do know. <laughs> the interesting thing about that is that every time a new prophet comes in, he can change that thing to whatever culture wants it to be. So, Have you ever watched the Godmakers, the band Mormon cartoon? No. I saw the Book of Mormon like, though, and I was I loved the play. The yeah, no, it's it's a YouTube video. It's old YouTube video. I'm bookmark but this. It's What's a, it called? It's called uh You can either it's called the Godmakers or Band the Mormon God Cartoon. Makers. Yeah, it's hilarious, and uh, all the evil demons that were sent from the whatever planet or whatever, uh, or from whatever heaven or <laughs> I can't even remember. It's so convoluted. The ones I, that were demons were were black people. And the ones that were angels were light and delightful. And so this white. is actually made by the real Mormon church. Yeah. yeah oh, and then wow. they banned yeah. it. Okay, yeah. No, uh, in, in the 1980s, God changed his mind about black people. That's what the, uh, yeah. the Mormon church, yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, funny, too, because there's a scene in there. You'll love it when you see it. When um, God visits Mary, and she opens up the door, and it's just God standing there. And he kind of has this like sly look on his face because he's about to do her. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, I don't know why they made it that way. One, two, three, four. Pay $1,000 property tax. Isn't this great, you guys? Our first family home evening. I want to watch TV. We're not watching TV. We're Mormons now, and we're having family home evening. Dad, did you know that that Joseph Smith guy read the Book of Mormon out of a hat? 
And your turn, Sharon. It's just that the Book of Mormon says a lot of strange stuff, like that Adam and Eve lived in Jackson County, Missouri. Yes. <laughs> school taught me that the first man and woman lived in Africa. Well, you can't believe everything school tells you, Stan. Your turn, Sharon. I mean, it's not wrong. It's true Ooh, there. That must be the Harrisons. <laughs> the Harrisons? That's my buddy's name. <laughs> oh, is he a Mormon? Well, he's the ex-Mormon, John Harrison. Oh, yeah, these are the Harrisons. They're the Mormons. Yeah. From Idaho. Hey, Stan. Hey, Gary. Well, come on in and sit down, everybody. You're here just in time. My son was having a little problem with our new religion. Dad. Oh, really? Well, that's just because he hasn't heard the best part about the Joseph Smith story. The one that proves he was for real. Yeah. Ooh, what's that? Well... You remember Martin Harris, the rich man who wrote down what Joseph Smith read out of the hat? Yeah. See, after he was done, he oh took God. some of the pages of what would become the Book of Mormon home. Martin went home to his wife. Dum, 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 dum. Was this and a whole episode? Yeah, the a whole episode of Dum, 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 dum. And so Joseph Smith put his head into a hat and, and read to me what the golden plate said. I wrote it all down. But this is actually historically accurate. So, like, oh, yeah. Martin, yeah. how do you know he isn't just making stuff up and pretending he's translating off golden plates? Lucy Harris, smart, 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 smart. <laughs> Why would he make it up? Martin Harris, dum dum. All right, here. I'm gonna hide these pages. If Joseph Smith really is translating off of golden plates, then he'll be able to do it again. But if Joseph Smith is making it all up, then the new translations will be different from these. Okay, fine. I bet he'll have no problem. Lucy Harris, smart, 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 Martin Harris, dumb. So Martin went on back to Smith, said the pages had gone away. Smith got mad and told Martin he needed to go pray. Dum, 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 dum. Look, I'm sorry about losing the pages we worked on, Joe, but I'm ready to write it all down again if you translate from the plates. I would love to, Martin, except I just had a vision. And the Lord said he is very angry with me for letting you take those pages. <gasps> he is? This is my problem. This is what I, he said I have an issue with with every religion is like, so it will be the same what happened story, with Joseph Smith could have different. easily happened thousands of years ago wow. with every other religious text. God got angry with you, then you must be telling the truth. Dum, 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 I mean, possibly. All right, Martin, let's I mean, get it's, to work. I mean, you're not uh, wrong about that. I mean, nothing have, would be you gotta, 100%. You have to have some faith just like the crazy Mormons have faith about, like, Joseph Smith. You have to have some faith. And Joseph Smith happened just like 100 years ago, 150 years ago. you got to have even more faith to believe that, that, that all the religious texts thousands of years ago went, going through multiple translators were correct. Does that make sense? I mean, yes and no. I mean, as far as uh, translations, I believe that there are more ancient copies of the Bible than any other book in the world. Dead Sea so, Scrolls were definitely a big one. Yeah. Well, and even those, uh, I think some of those have been refuted. Um, and I don't know how. I thought those were the oldest versions of the Bible we have. They kind of are. but And you also have to think about the culture. So it's a it's a stupid, nerdy word. It's called hermeneutics. Um, it's the art and science of interpreting the Bible. Uh, there's no special glasses or golden tablets that you need in order to interpret it. Um, but it's just, it's basically understanding cultural context and finding principles within it so that you don't get into strange, weird cultic places with Christianity. 
Um, and so if you, if you apply that and it's very logical, it's actually quite scientific. You can, you can suss out a lot of the, uh, weird things that people believe in, in Christianity. But, uh, I, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's bad to keep a skeptical mind about religious texts. I think it's bad, uh, to hold fast to them in a, in a contextual way in which you still think this is, you know, like 2000 BC. Um, cause it's not right. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think that's where people need to turn on their brains in that sense. Um, yeah, I mean, we can, we can go on really, really in depth on this kind of stuff. And, and obviously I'm not someone who's, uh, is angry about any of these things or people questioning God. I love, um, I know I love this conversation. I love this type of conversation because it's a conversation <laughs> I don't really get to have very often anymore because nobody really wants to talk about it. Yeah, I mean, um, it's. I think it's one that we have to have. I think the reason why that there's lack of faith or even um, not necessarily religion, because I don't, I don't subscribe to religion, but having a, a kind of a a view in life in which maybe you're not the most important person in the world. Maybe there is something bigger and better out there that gives us more of a purpose than you know. Hey, you lived for however long you got to live, and then you died. Congratulations. But there's <laughs> something more to it than that. Um, I think is important. I think a lot of, I, I, I know people who work with like King County police department and fire departments like that. And suicides over the last three years have been really, really high and not just with teenagers, which makes me super sad, but with like men, my age, like in their forties and stuff, because there's just, yeah. there's no point, there's no point. There's loneliness. There's no point. There's all this kind of stuff. And, and I think, uh, people who have faith, um, I'm not prescribing them a faith, but I'm, I think people that have a faith, um, have some kind of, there's something more than me, uh, tend to possibly bypass those thoughts. Not that they don't have them, but those thoughts kind of are argued against in their mind. Yeah. Like, no, 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 there's gotta be a, the there's worst, gotta be a purpose to the this worst moments in my life. I've definitely would consider myself suicidal, but, uh, I know there's people that, uh, deal with that struggle on a constant basis yeah. and maybe I can maybe think of two moments in my life total where I've actually had that thought enter my mind. So yeah. Um, yeah. I think yeah. it's, I think we all do. I think it's not talked about it cause it's a shameful thing. Um, and we dum, don't dum, want dum, to talk dum, about dum. it. Yeah, exactly. So have you watched banner under the banner of heaven? <laughs> what is it? Have you watched under the banner of heaven on Hulu? No. I don't have With Hulu Andrew anymore because Hulu got rid of South Park and I stopped caring about Hulu. <laughs> it's uh, you ever read anything by John Krakauer? Like uh, he did a book about Everest and uh, no, that uh, I read. Atheist I mean, I read football uh, player. God, I read um, C.S. Lewis and I read the, what's that uh, finance guy? I remember read a bunch of him back. When oh, Don uh, or uh, Ramsey. Yeah, uh, Gordon Ramsay, uh, not Chef Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> yeah, the finance guy, Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> no, uh, you, you know fucking twat. Dave, Dave you need Ramsey. to finance. Dave Ramsay. That's who Dave Ramsay, there yeah, you go. I watched a bunch of him. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how He's it good. happened. Yeah, right. Anyways, Under the Banner of Heaven is Wait, uh, Mormons actually know a lot about these fundamental Mormon stuff, that, uh, and they go into the history of Mormonism, and this guy starts questioning his faith. It's very, very good. Okay, uh, yeah. Uh, send me links to that, and I'll put it in the show notes. Um, oh, okay. I know, I know I'm 
uh, going digging back to where we were earlier, but I think this really does sum up my opinion on organized religion because it's you're you are all taking it on faith. And that's how it happened. Mormons actually know this story, and they still believe Joseph Smith was a prophet? Well, sure. <laughs> the story proves it, doesn't it? No, it proves he did make it all up. Are you blind? Well, Stan, it's all a matter of faith. No, it's a matter of logic. If you're going to say things that have been proven wrong, like that the first man and woman lived in Missouri and that Native Americans came from Jerusalem, then you better have something to back it up. All you've got are a bunch of stories about some asswipe who read plates nobody ever saw out of a hat and then couldn't do it again when the translations were hidden. Hey, Stan, don't denounce our religion. I don't want to be Mormon, Dad. Me neither. Hey, that's totally cool, guys. You can believe whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, it's great you have your own beliefs. Yeah. Right, for the Martians. Oh, stop it. That's another thing. Why do you have to be so freaking nice all the time? It isn't normal. You just weasel people into your way of thinking by acting like the happiest family in the world and being so nice to everyone that you just blindside dumb people like my dad. Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean that's a very that's a very skeptical view on it, and because I think because in the day and age in which we live in, this is my opinion, and because of the day and age we live in, where we see with our eyes and we believe, we do have to take it on faith that the things that are written, the things that are written two thousand years ago, have sustained until now. Um, you you mentioned arguing about the versions of the Bible, which is such a funny argument. That's that's the funniest thing in the world to me. Um, no, but it, it is. I th- I think as someone who was raised Christian, it's it's a important discussion to have because it's like how can all these adults around me have a completely different perspective of what the Bible means? Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, well, and I mean, it doesn't change to me. I've done. I have. I have software uh, that <laughs> does all the comparisons of the different v- types of versions or whatever. Right. Um. And they say the same thing. They just switch out synonyms. But the the thing about the changing those types of words, um, it it they do start to give a little bit of a different meaning. Um, so you have to be careful. So you know if you're if you're a serious person, um, you would try to. And most people don't because we're well, we're lazy. We're lazy. We're lazy, and we don't critically think anymore. Our brains are are mush. Yeah. That's the way they want it. Um, you would go back to whatever language it's written in, and it can be translated, and you can see the direct translations. It's not hard. It's all right there. Anyone can look it up, honestly. You, you can look it up for free online, and you can see exactly what it was originally said in the original language. Um, and you'll and then you can decipher from there, like, what did it really mean? And you'll find that 99% of the NIV, ESV, all of those, except for paraphrases like the message, that probably wouldn't be a good one, um, I think, because it's just some guy who says, oh, I'll just translate it in what I think it says, which is weird. Um, it's right. more conversational. So, But if you're serious about it, they all say the same thing. They really do. And then people get caught up in these little weeds, and that's where they start becoming very fundamental about the weeds. Um, and, and Christians, like any human being in any culture or any place, we like to fight over little shit and we miss out on all the bigger picture things. Um, yeah, we're just human. There's such a, I mean, that, and that's, 
I don't know, like I, like I said, as someone who's raised Christian, there's so much profundity, yeah. so much important stuff that is is in the uh, Christian faith and in Jesus's teachings. But I, I think most of it gets like most like ninety percent of it gets lost in the in, in like at least in the church. Like, and I went to all kinds of different denominations, but a lot of it gets completely lost in the in translation. Yeah. Um, it's funny because Jesus says everything in the Old Testament, right? It all sums up into this, you know, one thing or two things. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And the second, he says, is just as important as the first, love your neighbor as yourself. I mean, all of Christianity is though is that sentence. That should just be what Christianity is. And that yeah. is the thing we don't see at all. We don't see it all. We love ourselves. We love things. Um, you know, we're more important than God. We're more important than other people. We're, you know, these things are that we constantly consume are more important than things and other people, which is, I was talking to God the other day and I said, gotta have more fun and, you, and it can't all be on me or I'm going to go crazy and have a heart attack. Yeah. So you know what? I'm going to have fun. And that too. And then, uh, I think that's what God's you know, all about, bro. Yeah. Having fun. Well, no, I think God would, I don't believe God is a sadistic motherfucker. No, I think he God, sure isn't. God is, first of all, we're made in the image of God. And I've always harped mm-hmm. on this because I believe it with all my heart. God has a sense of humor because he made us in his image and we have a sense of humor. Like God yeah. thinks things are funny. I don't think God created a permanent hell, a permanent heaven. I think God created this whole uh, scenario that we're in as a uh, a playground, almost like a story like something to have happen because if if like, like like I've always said if you're watching Lord of the Rings and Sauron in there and there's no um evil guys or if, if there's nothing if there's no conflict it's boring as fuck I think God created this whole reality as a playground and everything else is a backstory for us to have fun with I think things are way 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 less serious and permanent than most people think they are whether that means like the atheists that believe uh once you're dead you're dead or the christians or catholics that believe that there's an eternal heaven and hell i think both of those are bullshit i think god created a playground for us to live in oh that's that's an interesting thought i mean i would disagree but i i appreciate that view actually that's a really lovely view that's that's Um, my that's my opinion no yeah no i appreciate that opinion that's a lovely opinion I think uh, I think the places where I can agree. I think God created this place for us to understand ourselves and Him, um, and and I think He allows evil to happen uh, because uh, there's no there's no such thing as safety, and I think uh, we don't grow in safety, um, and we don't necessarily True. learn lessons and uh, and the things that we need to be taught. Like for example, when my when my when my kid was little. You know, she always wanted to run away from me. Uh, she didn't want to hold my hand when she was really Danger, little. danger, alert, yeah. alert. I- and she would run off. And, you know, I could be a protective parent and I could run after her. And I remember this one time we were at the Seattle Center <clears throat> and she ripped her hand out of mine and she ran off. And I kind of followed her, but I was back a bit. And she was tiny, man. She might have been one or two, uh, probably more two if she's running away from me. And... uh and I followed her. My wife was so nervous. She's like, you better go grab her. I'm like, no, no, I'm just going to follow her. She'll be fine. No one's going to grab her. 
Um, and if they do, yay. Um, <laughs> and so I'd followed her and she finally started, she stopped and she started looking around. Well, she couldn't find us anymore. And so she started looking and she ran up to the first pair of male legs, I think pair of jeans. Maybe that's what she thought she was looking. And she grabbed on the jeans and I remember watching the guy look down and she look up and all of a sudden she let go and like stumbled backwards and fell on her butt. Yeah. Cause it wasn't her dad. And that's when I kind of walked over and I said, Hey, uh, you ran away and she grabbed onto me and boy, she did not let go of me. And I believe if often God, uh, it like your playground, um, thesis there. I think God allows those things to happen because he's, he's teaching us. I think he's a teacher. I think he doesn't just tell us, uh, because he knows how stubborn and stupid we are and right. we are. Um, he allows scenarios and situations to happen so that we might find him or know him or trust him. Um, some people get angry with him. I think he's fine with that. Um, but, uh, you know, we yeah, drives me crazy not, is you're hating me right now no, I love because you. you're not drinking. No, I love you. And, uh, oh, I'm very drinking. Uh, and, yeah, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm still <laughs> sipping on this old hickory, dude. I'm kind of, yeah. I, let, me, let me get the pop going. There we go. I think I got one. <laughs> there it is. Mine's empty. Um, that's some Bell Mead from the uh, Bell Mead Distillery in Tennessee, which is now the Greenbrier Distillery in Tennessee. Uh, so, so I think I think God creates scenarios and stuff like that for us, or lets scenarios work out so that we might. But do you think it's find so him serious? and learn? Do you things? think it's so permanent? Because that's that's the God I feel like I have a relationship with, and this took me. I don't know, man. Like it was. I guess. I guess I can attribute psychedelics and and uh, direct experience with prayer and fasting. A lot of mm-hmm. fasting as this uh, conclusion I came to. But like when I chalk it all up and sum up my direct experience and my like everything I understand about the God that I feel like I have a relationship with is yeah. There is no. Like, like even fucking Hitler and Klaus Schwab and those Bill Gates and these motherfuckers don't have a permanent hell. Like, as bad as they are, they're going to suffer for what they've done. But there is nothing that is permanent. And they, and everything, like, has an ebb and a flow. I don't... The the God I know doesn't... Uh, nothing is permanent with him. He's He's got, like, a complete, like... Like I said, an ebb and flow of like how everything works, and um, like a you know the wheel in the sky keeps on turning. To quote Journey, like I don't yeah. think there's I don't think there's a um, I just don't think that's the kind of the God I feel like I have a relationship with. First of all, would not um, fuck people over that hard. <laughs> for one thing, yeah, I th- I think it's more of of his if. Perhaps a sense of justice. I think he has a strong sense of justice, and there there is right and wrong. Right, but, but I don't even, think that even the most wrongest wrong, us, even the most wrongest wrong, can't have a permanent consequence. I I mean I I think the Bible definitely teaches that there is a a, a permanence, but I don't think that means that there's not without opportunity, uh, for us while we live and breathe to not have that be our fate our fate what about um, once what, what about once you're in the permanence can you still get can you do you do you is there any point when you're in, in eternal damnation that you can have a 
you know, a second chance, a third chance, or fiftieth chance? Like when do you get when when is enough eternal damnation enough? When does God feel if if this is actually how the universe works? Which I don't believe it is, but just to humor, you know, what you would say and what my parents would say. And I'm not I'm not trying to grill you here. I'm just actually trying to work this out. I'm not worried, man. Uh, at what point is the eternal punishment enough to where God says, "All right, you get a second chance." Do you think everything is that final? Because I don't believe that for a second. That's not the God I know. Like, it's it's that final to where, like, you're dead. Your life's over. You only got one life. There's no other chances. And you're there, you're stuck, and for the rest of all eternity, forever and ever, you only got that one chance. You fucked it up so bad that you are just full on eternal damnation, or full, or, or or just flip it on the other, flip it on its head. Full, you did so good in your life because you said the magic words about Jesus. You get eternal forever. Happy, good time, full-on orgasm, the rest of your life, eternal bliss. Neither of those make sense. Everything, nature is in a constant ebb and flow, constantly moving around. I just don't under... I just, like, God is an infinite. God is an infinite God. And well, this idea that God would just come down and say, all right, I'm an infinite God, but I'm going to take these beings that are created in my image and just uh, give them one chance, and that's all the, the only chance they get, and everything they based on that is is forever, for all eternity. That's That one chance they got, That's everything's based on that. No, dude, an infinite God is not going to make a congruent um, like vortex of, of ever-increasing uh, ever or ever... Um, he's, he's not... Like, uh, uh, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's like this God, like an ever infinite God is not going to just like make every being that he creates just have one life and then one chance and then an infinite soul that's damned based yeah. on that one chance. It makes no sense. It makes no well, I sense. Think, well, I think biblically speaking, if, if we're talking about what whatever's the Bible is teaching or whatever's in the Bible, whatever's written in the Bible, um, you you don't have one chance because throughout your life however long it was you had multiple chances and if sure, god is but... just if god is just then then uh say if something happened to you like especially like with children and stuff like that if they die before they even hear or know i don't i don't think god's like well you didn't hear about me so i guess you go to hell because yeah. people i've had those questions too i've heard i've had all these questions from from high schoolers and stuff because they're they're so smart they actually are kids that actually want to think and critically think are fantastic they're they're the best um and they ask the best questions and it, it they're wild questions but they ask a lot of the same questions uh that you ask because i think we all Ugh. think about that and we think deeply um about those things cuz Oftentimes what we tend to do, though, too, is that we tend to make God in our own image. I wouldn't do that to someone, so why would God do that to someone? Um, but uh, biblically I, speaking, I'll just tell I, you what the I Bible know, says. I know how you're – and I'm, man, I'm really I – love, I love you, brother. And I think you're like probably smarter than me on a lot of this stuff. But at the like the same way you've said like uh, you're uh, like teenagers have asked the same questions I've asked, and I've heard the same answers from youth pastors where it's like yeah 
Yeah, oh, you can't. Jeff, you yeah. can't act. You can't act like God would uh, have the same mindset as you. Yeah, you know, it's like. I mean, that's. I mean, it's true. I mean, if if he's is, God and you're yeah. you, then, and I and I'm me. Right. He obviously thinks differently than me, and I'm just trying yeah. to figure him out. And us asking questions is just us trying to figure him out. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and it's an impossible task trying to figure out God. Yeah. But I I, mean, I I, I see where you're coming from, though. I mean, I really do. And you're right. I am probably giving you a youth pastor (laughs) answer because (laughs) I've talked to thousands of kids about these same things because, and I've tried to be honest with them. It's an important conversation to be real. Like, if you're going to push, if you're going to, if you were going to, um, not put push isn't the right word, but if if you're going to uh, spread these talk about in, it in, in a lot of or, yeah in a lot of ways beautiful ideas about the afterlife and about Christianity, sure. which yeah. uh, it, it's important to have delved down these rabbit holes, which I appreciate you mm-hmm. have done. But oh yeah, um, I've I like there's just certain there's certain bridges I just can't cross with it, and this is yeah. someone who was raised. He was raised completely in this doctrine. Yeah. It just doesn't. There's yeah. a, certain things that don't make sense to me, and a lot of that, a lot of it made sense to me until I went full on psychedelic experience, and then I was like, "Holy yeah. shit!" There's a whole other realm of reality there, and yeah. I know that sounds like a horrible. That's like the worst, you know, excuse I could give you because it's like, "Oh, you did drugs," no. and then you thought, but no, but uh, no, I don't. I don't think that way at all. I mean, as a matter of fact, there's a. A part in the book of Daniel. Da- book of Daniel is probably my favorite Old Testament book. It's dreams, weird. dreams are it's so wild. important. Yeah, dreams are. But so there's important. a there's a point in which I think Daniel was asking one of the angels what took them so long, and they said they were fighting demonic beings in Syria. <laughs> <laughs> what you doing over there? <laughs> and 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 the whole idea was that there's this battle that Daniel couldn't see. But the angel was trying to tell him, like, listen, dude, like we would have got here sooner, but uh, there was bigger fish to fry over here. Um, and we're fighting things that no one else can see, these powers and principalities that are going on in the background that your human eyes are, and your mind cannot conceive of. It's a different realm. And even the Apostle Paul talks about levels of heaven in, in a sense in which there's realms. You know, So in my skeptical mind, incredible. I'm very sc- I'm very skeptical, by the way. Um, so I don't. I, I read what the Bible says. I try to understand it. Um, I understand that there's there's a lot that is mystical about it and spiritual about it, and not maybe grounded into the reality in which we think it is. That there's something that's higher in it than there might be here. I hope that makes sense. Yeah. Um, no, absolutely. So, so I think there's something that is unseen that we don't see. Uh, I've had experiences as a child. Not on drugs. So I was a young child. Not on drugs. Uh, I've I've been visited by spirits. I've been visited by demons. I had a demon physically take covers off of my bed when I was a kid. Like the covers were moving off of my bed. So I've had lots of spiritual the, things happen. And and in the I house that I grew up in, my dad did there. too. Yeah, I I've I've had experiences with shadow people. Um, I've had long term experiences with yes, the shadow people. That's I, exactly what he was. What I thought were I thought were they were light entities, beings of good. Mm. But after um, I actually called on Jesus' name, and all of them turned on me. Um, this was on a heavy yep. mushroom trip. After oh beings that were I'd interacted Dude. with for years, and Dude. so that and so that like I know there's power in Jesus' name. Like I'm not discounting well, that, that at all. But Let the, me tell you my story. Okay. 
Let me tell you Shadow story. people? Shadow people? Dude. Okay. okay. So, the first time, I woke up from a nightmare where this guy was chasing me and he had killed my brother. And when I woke up from this dream, he was standing in my doorway. Oh, Jesus. And it was just that outline silhouette of him. Like, you couldn't make out facial features other than his eyes were red. But he stood in my doorway. And I remember getting out of bed and I ran at him. And he disappeared. I remember hitting the uh, banister on the stairway on the second floor. And you're sure it was a black so figure with red eyes? Yes. Second and time. You were you were like the sixth person to tell me a story that's very similar to this, yeah. which means I know it's not like some fluke in the brain. It's, <laughs> no, it's a not. real it's a real demonic <laughs> interaction. Dude, dude, it's listen, a real thing. The second time. The second time I woke up and he was at the end of my bed. This is the middle of the night. Oh, 10 years old, maybe. And he was at the end of my bed and he started pulling the covers. The covers were physically moving off of my, off of me. And I remember closing my eyes. Now I grew up in a non-religious house, but my dad was a altar boy in a Lutheran church when he was a kid. And he taught my brother and I one prayer. And that is the, our father who are in heaven, right? So the will be that the name, says, the kingdom come, that will be yep. done on earth as it is in heaven. Yep. Fuck yeah. So I closed my eyes and I prayed that prayer. And when I opened my eyes, he was not there. Now, how do I know I wasn't dreaming? I stayed up that entire night. I did not go back to sleep. How could you? Yeah, fucking no. You couldn't go back to sleep. No. So the third time, he didn't appear in my in, in my room. He didn't appear in a dream. But I was listening to Ghost to Ghost with Art Bell. Do you remember Art Bell? Coast to Coast or Ghost to Ghost? Because you said Ghost to it Ghost. It was his Halloween. It was his <laughs> Halloween show that he did called Ghost to Ghost with Art Ghost Bell. Ghost to Ghost. Okay. All right. Fair enough. And <laughs> and this lady called in and described the go. exact same motherfucker who visited me twice. No She described shit. it to a T. Like Whoa. That's, that's it. It's burned into my brain. This guy's black silhouette and his red eyes. Uh, Dude, did prior they, to that, did the ghost have a theme song when it came in? No. No, when, like, there's no space ghost, 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 ghost. <laughs> space ghost. It's good. I wish he came in with that. I would have been less scared. Yeah. I when I was too. before that, though, when I was younger, we so in the house that I grew up in, like my dad remembers one morning he was getting ready to go to church and he said he was grabbed by both arms by something he couldn't see at the top of the same stairs. And was pulling him back and forth. And he ran, he said, to church in his socks. He never got his shoes on because he ran out the door because no. something was attacking him in our house. I'm, I'm not even um, going to mention the uh, – but I think it's uh, people that you probably know that are on the No Agenda stream, one or two of them. I've stopped yeah. actually telling the story with names because <clears throat> I think that there's um, power in even bringing it up maybe – causing uh or or not helping uh that scenario ending uh, oh but me um, manifesting yeah i i mean it sounds crazy but no there, i i think um there is there is the the uh the there's a lot of people that have had like you know physical encounters with these type of beings my experience has usually been psychedelic induced or the one time near death near death experience induced but it's it's not um it's not 
that way it's uh, it's like I'm out of my body and I'm in the astral realm like almost in their domain like their kingdom like they're like there's geometric patterns all around them and each one of them has their own heat signature their own uh, the way their way of their own way of being and uh I'd, maybe, I'd have maybe to, you saw them as they are and not as they want us to see them yeah well the the um <laughs> i had a I had a definitely That'd be wild i had a definite hardcore astral uh demon projection session you can oh, almost call oh. it like i when i started really? calling on jesus name i would just like these entities that i had been in contact with for months and months if not years want like they would just grow goat horns and i would just fucking slash them and then they all like all the like everything i'd been in contact with for months if not years like grew once I, and I just had this, I was like, I'm going to do an experiment. Cause I've heard about this. Like I'm going to like call on Jesus name when I contact these entities that I've been talking to for months. Cause I already was starting not to trust them when I was on like a shit ton of mushrooms <laughs> or ass or whatever. And as soon yeah. as I, as soon as I started like calling on Jesus name, like they would like immediately like completely turn into like hideous beasts. And it just felt like I was demon slaying, dude. I'd fucking slash yeah. him. And they all, all of them, all the different ones that I was in contact with, it spread out and it was just them on tendrils on all, like all those different entities were like the ends of tendrils, different, uh, hands on a Baphomet goat creature, which I had never seen before until that happened. Wow. And, uh, it was like the most terrified I've ever been in my life on any trip. Yeah. Yeah. It turned on you. Yeah. Well, that's like Mr. Howdy. Yeah, and I do think that like the power of Christ's name fucking got me out of that fucking trap I was in. Mm-hmm. No doubt. I had a buddy once. Um he was raised a Christian and then he you know walked away from it cuz he thought it was bullshit. And he started uh he had a roommate, another guy that we both knew. And mm-hmm. uh they were into all kinds of drugs and alcohol and stuff like that. They weren't they weren't living their best life necessarily. They were pretty Speaking abusive. Speaking of which, uh, <clears throat> Old Hickory. Yeah, I've been drinking the Bell Mead. Uh, now I'm going to switch over to... Should I have By the hawk of it? I guess... Do, drink whatever you want. I will say alcohol is the most satanic drug that ever has existed. Uh, yeah, it's probably one of the most worst for you to take. That's worst for, sure. for you and worst for your soul. I think so. Well, what do they call? What do they call it? It's a spirit. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. And you have to, yeah. Anyways. No, I think, uh, I, I, know, I, I think uh, there's way more value you can get out of mushrooms than alcohol, but you, um, al- alcohol is bad for you in the repetitive sense and mushrooms are good yeah. for you, are good for you in the once a year sense. So I would recommend that to anybody, hmm. not medical advice. So. Yeah. Oh, well, and as a, as a side note, even though I host a podcast called Beer, Bourbon, and Balderdash, I probably drink twice a week, just just so I'm not drinking constantly. <laughs> right. Well, no, because I know, I know, I know that this could be a thing. I drink more than twice a week, but yeah, it's it's the it's the um, like Kanye that had that whole Kanye West had that whole rant about it. Yeah, yeah, it's, and it's, it's true. It's it dulls your senses, whereas psychedelics and even marijuana 
heighten your senses and make you more in tune with your soul and your body and the yep. universe. Yep. Which can be dangerous yeah. if you're not ready for it. Let's not be let's not kid ourselves there. If you're yeah. tuning into the universe with mushrooms and you're not ready for it, that can be more dangerous than alcohol for sure. But uh, alcohol dulls your senses and puts you in more of a primal state. Whereas a, uh, I, I, if there's one thing I know, it's that fucking psilocybin mushrooms put you in a state that is supernatural. Yeah. I mean, I know. I that mean, that's sure. something that I would love to try actually. So I've, uh, I've been talking oh, to some people that I know I could get a hold of and I think we might do an Airbnb at some point in time and, uh, just, uh. To see where it takes us, because I'm 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 open to it. Because there's, I mean, I it's funny because you know, as Christians, you know, you're not supposed to, or they tell you you're not supposed to this or that. Sorry, um, it's all right. Hit that hard. That <coughs> is that the whiskey or the weed? No, surprisingly enough, it was just the uh, Andrew Jackson that fucking did that to me. <laughs> He's got you. He's dueled you. Take that, motherfucker. No, uh, but I, I don't. I don't think God is is necessarily opposed to those things. I think the abuse of things God may be opposed to, but I don't think the human experience is something that God is, in which you're trying these things. And uh, I don't think He's too upset about that, because um, yeah, the because abuse God, of it is yeah, is like the thing the, that God. What not. is what is it? Alex Jones said when he was on Joe Rogan. Not to bring it back to Alex Jones, but God damn it, I love it. Do it. Ugh. Everybody knows that that. I mean. <laughs> that he's retarded. <laughs> I was talking to God the other day, and I said, "God, I had no fun." Drives me crazy. You're feeding me right now. Oh, it's free like a piece of cheese. Demon spawn of the danger alert. Free like a piece of cheese. I am a scumbag. I am filth. Yeah. Do the ice cream. That's my favorite. Oh, yeah, I don't have that one. China, but uh, I, I do have that one. But I don't have it pulled up. <laughs> no, but no, it's it's such a profound thing he said on Joe Rogan, which was, "God knows everything, except for yeah. what." I where, don't remember what he say. God knows everything except for where God came from. God is omnipresent, omnipotent. God knows everything that's ever gone on, everything that will go on, but God doesn't know where God came from. God doesn't know how he showed that's quite up. Philo- that's quite philosophical. I disagree with that. I think God always has been and always will be. I think he knows. I yeah, don't think he always has been think, and always I don't will think be, but he doesn't know where he came from. Yeah, I don't I don't know if he's a cause or if he if there's a first cause for God. It's so funny. To wrap our heads around that stuff as human beings is <laughs> just you could yeah. trip out on that. You could have your own DMT experience just thinking about that. You oh, really yeah. could. Have you ever just, done, it'd blow your mind. You'd get exhausted. Hey, that's cool, man. Have you ever done DMT? Yeah. I have not. I've watched people I, on I, DMT. I would recommend. I wild. would actually. Here's a PSA. Don't do DMT. I think. Yeah. I've done it, and I think it is literally what happens after you die. I think it literally transports you if you do the right uh, amount of it. Shoots you straight into the astral plane afterlife, and I think... It, the human soul and the human consciousness and the human body is not designed to experience mm. the afterlife before it's ready to. And as someone who's done it six or seven times, I would recommend against it. You've done DMT six or seven times? 
I would say I've been so you to the died after- six or seven times. I would say I've been to the afterlife four or five of those times when I actually broke mm-hmm. through the chrysanthemum that Terrence McKenna talks about. Oh my God. And I'm the only person that I've actually heard advised against it, but I advise against doing DMT. I, I, I strongly recommend mushrooms. DMT, I think is too much. I think it's, I think it literally is the portal to the afterlife. And I don't think the human, I don't think it's, I don't think we're meant to experience that. Did your wife do DMT? Has she done all the things that you've done? No, no. Yeah. Mushrooms and acid, yeah, but not DMT. Interesting. I, uh, I just. I, mean, I don't want to get too personal. I think I think spouses are are part of us. So when when I talk about spouses, I'm, I'm talking about that other half of you. Yeah, the soulmate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So if if you've had these experiences, I'm always <laughs> curious as to how the other half of you is. A lot of this stuff, I'm down to talk about more in depth when we're not on the uh, offline. The yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I try to do that too sometimes. So, but uh, there's, no, I agree. I agree. there's definitely a, um, I think it's, I don't know. It's there's, there's an astonishing, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't even know how to describe it, but there's a, there's another dimension that I think is not meant to be accessed by humans that DMT can bring yeah. you there. And most things can't. Do you think aliens are actual creatures from other planets, or do you think they're interdimensional? Interdimensional, for sure. I do too. I've I never mean, had I've any been, experiences I've, I've that you've had, but with, I always thought I've interacted way. with. Them. I've, t- I've talked about. I've talked about it at length, and yeah, no, yeah, they're not. They're not physical little gray men that show up in a UFO. That's for goddamn sure. Yeah. Do you think they're then not actually aliens from other planets, but that they're actually spiritual beings? Or what we might ones, think in our human minds are spiritual beings, yes, demonic one, or angelic. The ones I have seen and interacted with are definitely spiritual. Hmm. Um, I that's not to say that there's not physical aliens, but even like after experiencing those type of crazy fucking like the shit I've experienced, I have like I have no interest in third dimensional aliens showing up like oh it's like mars attacks happens it's like oh oh, yeah crazy it's nothing Hmm. compared to fucking interacting with demons angels whatever you want to call them yeah Uh, do do you think that they are uh that they were once human or do you think they're also created things that are different than humans I think they exist way before us and will exist way after us. Not and by oh. us I mean our like you and me's hundred year lifespan. So you think they're ancient and eternal? Yeah. Baphomet Baphomet was here before the human race yeah, existed yeah. and he was here as a test. I think there's so there is so much fucking I, I don't even know how to describe it, man. It's like, you, uh, I, and, and also when I try to describe this kind of stuff, I feel like, a, I just feel like a fucking jackass, dude, because mm-hmm. it's like, it's like, oh yeah, I saw this, but it's like, how, you, you know, it's like, how can you really even trust anything? Well, I mean, it's I experiential. Saw? I mean, yeah. you can't, I'm, I'm, I mean, who can, who I'm can basing this on experience. direct experience. So. Like, I don't know. Yeah. No. Yep. It's the oh. hardest thing to disprove. Also the hardest thing to prove. 
What um, beer, bourbon, and Boulderdash? We need to talk about this before <laughs> we wrap the show. Oh, God. okay, okay. How much time do we got left? I mean, we got as long as we want, but I really oh. want to smoke a cigarette now that I'm pretty drunk. <laughs> okay, cool. And it's like uh, ten fifteen where you're at. Yeah, I mean, if if you want to take a if you want to take a break and come back at it, I'm fine. I just I need. No, we can we can wrap this up. This is fine. Then you can have the rest of your night to yourself. I should probably go kiss my wife or something. <laughs> Slap gay. a tickle. So uh, <laughs> I'm uh, gay for her. No, this has been great though, dude. I don't get to have enough conversations like theo- theo- theologically like this. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm always down. I mean, I have all kinds of people ask me all these kinds of questions. This stuff doesn't scare me. A lot of Christians get scared at being asked these Where questions. The, what the what freaking dimension is this little creature from? <laughs> oh, is that Fauci? Um, is that the <laughs> yeah, Fauci that clip? Where's this Fauci. little creature? Oh, that was my favorite thing that he said. Um, and I don't actually listen to him very often, but that one was a hoot. Uh, yeah, I don't mind, man. Anytime you want to talk about this kind of stuff, it doesn't have to always be about this stuff, but uh, anytime I'm down. I'm down to listen yeah. to how other people have experienced these things and, and the conclusions. Yeah, I mean, I, I almost guarantee in 10 years you're going to have something different to say. Wow. Um, so What's I think going that's, on? It's fun you do to not talk know what you are talking about, quite frankly, and I want to say that officially. <laughs> you do not know what you are talking about. No, I've been talking about uh, my buddy Sam coming back on here, and he is uh, – very theologically savvy so i would and he's you know he's on the same page with you as far as christianity goes so i love to maybe yeah. you guys have each other pick each other's minds i want to have him back yeah on, so. i've i've Touch known butts. him since uh you know i've known him for 10 years we've been good buds so i'd like to have him back That's on. Good. but yeah man yeah oh my god sir wes dude thanks for coming yeah on. yeah what do you think about our podcast what is your opinion of our podcast did you enjoy it's it been, it's been it's full been, of shit no, I love it because it's been at least a year since I've had this type of someone that's been willing to talk about theology with me. And I'm sorry if I railroaded you at a couple of points, but I think we had a good no. overall good chat. It's good, man. It seems like you needed to get some shit off your chest. Probably. Some dude. things out, out in the ether there. Yeah. Yeah, that's how we deal with stuff, right? We talk it out, and then we, we, we can process it. Instead of having it all bottled up, it kind of junks us up inside makes us feel sick and then when we get to be able to say it out loud and kind of express how we feel about a thing we can process it easier it kind of clears it up Fuck we're not yeah. as spiritually constipated anymore we can kind of think about it things a I'm going to take a, I'm going to take a sip of this uh <clears throat> old hickory yeah <laughs> does it sound, does Mormonism it sound like that teaches that trillions of planets oh here we go throughout the cosmos are ruled <laughs> God by countless makers. gods <laughs> Who once were human like us. This narration's the best. They say that long ago on one of these planets, to an unidentified story, god Grandpa. and one of his goddess wives, a spirit child named Elohim was conceived. This spirit child was later born to human parents who gave Holy him a physical shit, the body. the phone lines are still open. Through obedience <laughs> Take the call. to Mormon teaching and death and resurrection, he Hello? proved himself Caller? worthy and was elevated to godhood as his father before him. Oh, they hung up. Well, Mormons believe that Elohim Domino's. is their heavenly father. Oh, shit, it was the Bishop Museum. goddess wives on a planet near no. a mysterious star called... I think it was? I think it was the Bishop Museum. Here, the god Bit of Mormonism... Museum. That's what it says. Bitship.org. <laughs> ...produced billions of spirit children. Oh, God. 
to decide their destiny, the head of the Mormon gods called a great Could you imagine that? council meeting. You're just doing Both it with of all Elohim's these eldest sons were there. all the time. Lucifer and his brother Jesus. Lucifer? A plan was presented to build planet Earth, where the spirit children would be sent to take on mortal bodies and learn good that from noise. evil. Lucifer stood and made his bid for becoming savior of this new world. Wanting the glory for himself, he planned to force everyone to become gods. Opposing Lucifer's the case, idea, bro. the Mormon Jesus suggested giving man his freedom of choice, as on other planets. The vote that followed Hello, caller, approved you're on the, air. the proposal of the Mormon Jesus, who would become Hello, savior of the planet Earth. No. Enraged, Lucifer cunningly oh, convinced one thirst of spirits. How are you doing? I'm good. How about I think you? the red doesn't start for 30 minutes. Caller? Sorry about hanging up on you. So Caller, what do you think about Jesus? Uh, Destined for you know, Earth you know to be cool, one third of the spirit. Do you know what Jesus says when they took the nails out of his hands? Alright, this is gonna be blasphemous, but I'm ready for it. The feet, the feet, the feet. <laughs> <laughs> My gosh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Caller, do you have any thoughts on uh what we we're talking about today? What's your thought on interdimensional just... beings? Oh, dude, aliens? Flash no, 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 interdimensional Flash beings, demons? not aliens. Aliens are fucking gay and fake. Yeah, gay. No, 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 no. See, I, I think aliens are actually not extraterrestrial physical creatures from beyond Venus, from beyond Jupiter, and way past Uranus, pal. <laughs> I think... Ow! I Ow! think... That these, <laughs> quote unquote, legend uh -huh. has it allegedly in Minecraft, these extraterrestrial alien encounters are actually encounters with what? beings that uh -huh. would identify as interdimensional. Things that phase in to our reality, like sifting through pages of a book, transporting itself from one cover to the other side. Well, I think I've so, read this so, book. So they do manual labor. So uh, do you mean beans or beaners? Are they Manuel Ooh. and Labor? <laughs> Jesus, I think, was one of them. I think Jesus was a... Jesus. Jesus. These are very, yeah, that's a very popular, popular name. <laughs> These are very intelligent beans. Ers. Oh. As on other planets. The vote that followed approved hey, the proposal. Caller, do you Jesus. shave yourself completely before you perform the balderdash? I'm going to have to ask you to explain to me what a balderdash is, and then I can oh, give I'm you sorry. a more uh, Here we go. answer. How about that? Are you, are you ready? How about that? The balderdash is when uh, both partners cover their entire bodies in lube. The bottom lies spread eagle on the bed, and the top stand. You understand bottom and top, I hope. By the way, the that's, top stands that's lube L E W B. Yeah, it's lewd, and the top no, stands B. at no, the no, 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 not lewd lube L E W B. Lube. Yeah. Oh, 
Well, that, that makes a difference. So the top Lose stands it. at the end of the room facing the bed, <laughs> and then they make a running leap like a slip and slide towards their partner, penetrating the partner during the process. But this only works if if you're completely hairless, or well, especially in the pubes. Otherwise, you risk rug burn. Have you ever – do you shave completely before performing the balderdash? The balderdash. <laughs> that kind of sounds like that one uh, Olympic uh, swimmer winner motherfucker. So let me as succinctly and calmly as I can explain what's currently happening. It, Which it, one? It, Which it, one caller? <laughs> wow. The dude that likes to smoke from bombs that won a bunch of wow. medals. Oh, uh, Michael Phelps. Yeah, Phelps. Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. going on? He's like the type of dude. He, he's into, into that into totally that. yeah uh, he does I think man be. to be com- completely true i am as uh one of the hosts on this show's uh, aware uh, everybody uh, knows hairy, that that any, i mean a hairy individual <laughs> and uh, are you oh natural you know, bro <laughs> the, i i reluctantly shave my face i reluctantly shave my face I do the same thing. You know, I broke my manscape but, on my pubes. But <laughs> no, oh see, no, and do it because because my body is covered from head to toe in hair, cigarettes, hair, and hot pockets, and, <laughs> and hot pockets, and and <laughs> absolutely more- incredible. I'm more of an Alaskan pipeline type of guy myself. Wow. We're going to like a mudslide? That's where we're going. As, as far oil, as Alaskan, oil slick. As far as Alaskan things go, Alaska girl uh, in The Incredibles. <laughs> Dude. That's oh, my God. There, was there anything truer than the meme where it says, like, it's like the... Uh, the producers of Pixar movies, and it's like, all right, we are going to give every mom an absolute dump truck of an ass. It's like, it's so true. Oh, <laughs> dude, yeah. Mrs. Incredible. That was a fetish on the, on the artist's Inc- part. Yeah, dude, Mrs. Incredible was like, I'd suck her dick. Is that funny? It's pretty funny. Is that funny? It's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. Ugh. <laughs> it's pretty gross. Ice though. cream. Yeah. Ice, Ice cream. cream. I was talking to you still haven't and played said, that for me. Have more fun, and it can't all be on me, or I'm going to go crazy and have a hard time. Yeah. So you know what? I'm going to have fun. What's Listen, going stop on? having fun on Alex. <laughs> oh God. This all oh, yeah. It's also great. known as uh, the mudslide. Have you ever thought about the mudslide? Uh. Ah, okay. That's good. All I can say is that anuses are being violated. Anuses are being violated. Did you know about that? Yeah. Yeah. I heard about that. Yeah. Should I describe the Alaska pipeline or should you describe? No, I would really like to hear. Please describe this because I think Joe Biden shut it down, but I'd like to hear what you think. The Alaskan pipeline is fucking somebody with a piece of frozen shit. 
Oh. A piece of frozen shit. We don't want to arrest you unless you deny global warming. Wow. Why let all this meat go to waste? <laughs> Why are oh we wasting the seven pounds of meat? <laughs> absolutely incredible. Abs in a six-pack, absolutely incredible. We got to get out of here. I got stuff That's to good. do tonight. I got a baby to wash in the morning. Thanks, caller. Uh, thank you, Sir West. Thank you, caller. Thank you, Sir hey, West. Hey, thank you, Sir Seat Sitter. <laughs> What's what you going doing on? There? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Sir West, I, I I know we just met, but you sound like a kinky individual. Oh, mm. my. Mm -mm -mm. Super vanilla, but thanks. <laughs> Uh, thank you. It, Only in my dreams. Th thank you, anonymous Brandon. caller. Uh, <laughs> thank you, anonymous caller. Brandon on the white toast. I can't wait to yeah, hear this anonymous caller's uh, Trisha Paytas clips. I can't wait to hear their other clips that I. Oh, Trisha's Trisha's gonna trounce you. You haven't seen <laughs> nothing yet, son. You're gonna be. You do not know what you are talking you got, about, quite frankly. Uh -oh. uh -oh. And I want to say that officially. You do not know what you are talking about. Yeah, and just like you said, you don't know what you're talking about, <sighs> son. So when we get into the ring for the next battle of the douchebags, number six, Trisha is going to the top, and you, thirsty sitter, you're going Woo. to the motherfucking bottom, son. Oh Whoa. shit. Because Wait, Cersei Sitter, have, you haven't even won a battle of the douchebag yet. We all you? need to mask up. Yeah, no, I won the first That's two. I won the first two, bitch. Did you really? I, I won. You kept with losing. Ethan Klein, and then I won with uh, who, who did I win with? Yeah, he's Chink, an Chunk Younger. Chunk Younger with Larry. Yeah, yep. he's the worst. Yep. He's the worst. And then I think that was the only two I won. I think Lavish has won the rest of them. Well, then after that, everybody started bringing fucking Soros and fucking Bill Gates and shit. Jay Inslee? Like, yeah, it's like a big piece uh, of let shit. Me just, let me just bring the most evil fucking person I can think of. Yeah, of course you're gonna win. But I won. I had a with, suggestion. I won with real legitimate douchebags. My That's, my friend wants see, Jordan know, Peterson as part of one of them. Oh, okay. So I know that one of the first hosts in the first episode <sighs> actually brought Stephen Crowder, but he didn't make it very far. Scott Adams. No. Scott, Scott Adams, Adams was the sleeper hit. Surprise underdog. Yeah. Sleeper hit. Sleeper Come up swinging in the ninth hour, Did, dude. Did Dvorak vote on that one? What am I supposed to do? <laughs> you would have to ask. Uh, you would have to ask whoever was during the voting for that. Uh, that That's round. funny. Yeah. All right. Um, as much as I'd love to keep uh, reading all this, here, let me read this. Oh yeah, you're reading something real bad. I think it's time for uh, mainly because I got to take a piss like a motherfucker. But thank you, caller, sure. for calling in. Thank you, Sir West. Yeah, thank you, caller. I hope to have you on again, Love so, you. Sir West. Go ahead and uh, yeah. tell the people where they can find you, because I know it's uh, Beer Bourbon and Boulder Dash, but what's the URL people can find again one more time? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so the podcast is Beer Bourbon and... Well, I'll wait for Alex to finish. Sorry, start again. <laughs> Thanks, Alex. Uh, it's Beer, Bourbon, and Balderdash, and you can find us at BeerBourbonBalderdash.com. You can find us on all the major podcast things, and if you don't like that bullshit, you can find us on Podcasting 2.0. We have episodes out every Saturday through Monday, usually, if I get to it. It's always by Monday. Uh, sometimes I'm a little slow on it, and it's never live. Sorry. 
Um, but uh, give us a listen, give us a review, hit that like button and subscribe. Yeah, like and subscribe, and bitch. Like and subscribe. It's actually and uh, no thanks, cap. As thanks so say. much, Sir Thank you. Yeah, is that's that what they the say. Is the kids no say cap. no cap, no cap, no cap, no cap. Beer, Boulder Dash. Is, yeah, bet. Uh, beer, beer, bourbon, and Boulder bet. Dash is a great show. Bet. Thank you. Bet. bet. All right. Thank you, Sir Seat Sitter. Ugh, Can't wait for uh, Battle of the Douchebags Part Six. This is a movie about the gay niggers from outer space. Hit the pipe down. Crack rules everything around me. Crane. I grew up on the crime side, the corn pot slide side, public pools I learned jive, both second hands, bombs whacked by old man, so then we moved from Scranton land, a young youth, son of a gold goose, no cooth, only way I begin to G off was drug loot, and let's start it like this son, rolling with this one, and that one, where's my loop was fun, but it was just a dream as a teen, who was a fiend, started smoking with the mayor at 16, and running heads of state, getting deals for high stakes, deep dripping with hoes like water deep, no question I would speed for cracks and cheese Smoked enough rugs my lungs would bleed No question I would show off and try to get the dough off Whitey like a bulger with no cost My life got no better Same damn red sweater Lips are chapped and tough like leather Figured out I went the wrong route So I got with a farm-based sperm and went all out Making cheese from cross seas Rolling in STDs Every week I made 80 G's Yo, I can respect mine and have all the keck time Wow. Gates now. Crack moves everything around me. Creed, get your plate sass. Smoking on the rock, y'all. Crack moves everything around me. Creed, get your plate sass. Smoking on the rock, y'all. It's been 56 long hard years. I'm still struggling. Dementia got me buggy. Another sniff and I'm smiling. The peeps, they all call me a creep. Had my daughter take her showers with me. Cause I'm a freak. A man with a dream who plans to make Creed. Got a job with the mob and went to D.C. Had some love taking bribes and such. It didn't take much. Trying to get a clutch of kids I should not touch, giving out the pipes so wax can smoke crack, just to let them know that I got their back, then I just sit back, and I say, come on man, don't you know that government rocks in demand, who is me getting high may help you maintain, to help them hide away from the ghetto pain, they got BLM, corrupt cops and crack rocks, and stray shots getting lit up with corn pops, leave it up to me while I be living proof, pass out the drugs to the young black youth, I want them running wild smoking rock drinking beer, not trying to hear that the freedom disappeared. Neglected for now, but yo, what if it gets corrected? They'd know I'm not elected. Crack rules everything around me. Creed, get your plate sass. Smoking on the rock, y'all. Crack rules everything around me. Creed, get your plate sass. Smoking on the rock, y'all. <laughs> they gon' hate me for this one. Hey. Know what's really wild? Got your own son calling you a pedophile. Why you getting called that by your own child? It's a pedo Peter every time the phone down. Wow, Hunter arguing with hookers while he wearing crack. Whoa, they call it a conspiracy, but I'm saying facts. Whoa, in the mansion up in Cali, but who pay for that? Whoa, the media gon' cover it up like he ain't get hacked. Whoa. Here we go again. If it was Trump Jr., it would be on CNN. This what happens when you rich, but you a slay to sin. This what happens when the devil knock you, let him in. Nah, I don't care about who this offends. Buying crime family, they all belong in a pen. Buying loves minors, that's the real BLM. Call me what you want, but at 
least I ain't a damn Wait, hold up, don't get mad at me Am I tripping or is he in bed with Natalie? Why he recording all that? What's the strategy? If you do incest, you probably do bestiality Hey, the president's son is a crackhead But you the smartest guy, he know that's what your dad said Is he the real president or Jack Lee? Why is everyone that voted for your dad dead? Hey, you know what's really wild? Got your own son calling you a pedophile Why you getting called that by your own child? It's a pedo Peter every time the phone down Wow, Hunter arguing with hookers while he wearing crack Whoa, they call it a conspiracy, but I'm saying facts Whoa, in the mansion up in Cali, but who pay for that? Whoa, the media gon' cover it up like he ain't your hat Whoa, all the women in your phone, can we check the age? Wasn't you on Epstein Island, can we check the page? Hunter needs to be in prison, pit him in the cage I thought he was clean, seemed like he ain't changed his ways And that ain't working for charisma, how he get a raise? 10% for the big guy, who all getting paid? I still don't know why he recorded, is it blackmail? But do you really think any of them will go to jail? They satanic and all of them will go to hell You a lame hunter and your daddy lame as well It's obvious, but if you blind and read it in braille Will the corruption never end, only time will tell The president's son is a crackhead But you the smartest guy, he know that's what your dad said Is he the real president or Jack Lee? Why is everyone that voted for your dad dead? Hey, you know what's really wild? Got your own son calling you a pedophile Why you getting called that by your own child? It's a pedo Peter every time the phone down Wow, Hunter arguing with hookers while he wearing crack Whoa, they call it a conspiracy, but I'm saying facts Whoa, in the mansion up in Cali, but who pay for that? Whoa, the media gon' cover it up like he ain't get hat Whoa Hello? Hi, is this Steven? Yeah, who's this? This is John from John Breaks Bad News. I have some bad news from Amanda. She says it's been a while, but she still loves you, and she'd rather have it in the poop shoot next time. And then you could, and then you could like, just rub it all over her, you know. Who the fuck is this? This is John. Amanda no, wants you no, to no, no. What? Okay, first of all, motherfucker, I'm gonna give you to a real police officer right now. Okay. I'm going to give you to a cop. Okay. Right now. You phone. I'm going to drive to the police station right now. Okay? <laughs> I'm tired of the harassment. Uh, you're going to drive to a police no, station? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, am I just supposed to wait? Yeah, you are. Actually, while you get in your car and and drive to a police, yes. <laughs> what if uh, I actually? And I'm and I'm pretty sure it's against the law to make your phone number say Domino's Pizza. But I live at a Domino's. No, you do not. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure I can figure that out too. So, fact, what if I hang up? Fact, let me let me give you to somebody who knows the laws. Actually. And he can tell you this himself. Let me give you to somebody who knows the laws. I'm being harassed. That's what's going on. Amanda, my ex-girlfriend. And she got somebody by the name of Domino's Pizza to call me. And he's saying he lives at the Domino's. Hang it up. What I don't think one phone call constitutes as harassment. Uh, it's more than just phone calls, buddy. Thank you. Well, I'm saying my part in it is one I don't give a call. shit what you're saying. I'm telling you what I'm about to do if this continues. 
All right, can I tell you the truth? It's called harassing phone calls. It's called harassing phone calls. That is what a police officer, a retired police officer, just told me, okay? Oh. Okay. It's called harassing phone calls, harassing text messages, and yes, you can get in trouble for it. It's just one phone call. I don't give a fuck. Okay. Yeah, exactly. All right, Save so are yourself you the trouble. In... Do not call my phone anymore. And you can tell Amanda to leave everybody she's been talking to alone. <laughs> okay. I'll, I will let her know. Uh, but she does want anal next time. She's not getting anything from me. Do you understand that? You... She's not getting anything from me. But she just... She... I don't give a fuck! Okay. But she 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 misses you. I don't care. Okay. She can miss me all she wants. I don't care. What did, what did she do that was so bad? I don't care. I'm just asking you a question, like, bro to bro. It's none of your damn business what she did, okay? I'm just... It's I'm none of your business. To, I'm just trying it's to... It's none of your concern. understand. Get out of my business and mind your own. Okay. Do you mind leaving me a review? He hung up. Amanda rules. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not calling back. All right. Get that out of your head right now. I'm not calling. I'm not calling them back. Ugh, calling Squilliam Fancy Pants. I'm sorry, Squilliam Fancy Son. Hello? Hello? Hi, is this Squilliam? Yo, what's going on? This is John from John Breaks Bad News. I have some bad news for you. Oh, what's up, fucking uh, Chris? What's going on? No, this is John from John Breaks Bad News. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. What do you got to break? Last time Lucas was at your house, he drank way too many, uh, too many Natty Lights, and he sharded his pants, and he stole a pair of your boxers and hid the shitty underwear... Uh, that he beefed in under your bed while you were in the bathroom. And that's why your room recording studio smells. Really? My, really? That's yeah. odd. Because, you know, I cleaned that room out because like, I had to leave. And I never saw that shit. Well, maybe he hid it under under your bed. All right, Chris. No, All this right, is Chris. John. I'll see you later, Chris. This is John. This Oh, John or Don? John. J-O-N. John. Oh, oh, Don. Will you tell Don? Hey, no, you get my fucking name right, Squilliam, you you motherfucker. Joke missed. We call him Abraham Lincoln because Abraham Lincoln wasn't my president. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So, I feel like it's getting a little late. So, before it gets too late, we're going to call... 
our friend, the pissed off kid. I can call your sister. Send an email to John Briggs Bad News at gmail dot com. Hello. Hi. Oh my! You called my fucking dad. I called your dad and I told him to make sure that you were eating your fucking vegetables. And how 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 did you get my dad's number? Actually, it's not even a joke. Through fucking magic, yo. No, that's too far. Do you have, like, my whole family's information or something? Like, that is just too far, man. I'm trying to scam, I'm trying to scam your dad into getting you to eat some vegetables and do your goddamn I'm homework. Not eating vegetables. <laughs> you know, I'm not eating vegetables. Why, not- why? Can you just please eat your vegetables, motherfucker? Okay. No, I'm not a faggot. That's yeah. No, whoa, no. whoa, 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 whoa. Nobody said that. Yeah, my, I'm, I, I'm with my friend right now. He can cuss you out, but he's not. All right. Well, okay. Look, okay. So you call my dad, right? Yeah. Okay, so I can make a deal with you. You never call me again, and I'll eat every vegetable in the world. All right, but I'm going to check. How do you know? You're not going to call me. No, you got to eat your vegetables. And have you been doing your homework? There is no homework, John. Why? John, John breaks. There's no homework, man. There's no, no homework. Just stop calling me, dude. But I, I just want to check on you. There's We're no friends. Reason. You want to be friends? Yeah. After everything you've done. After everything you've done. <laughs> after you everything I've done. What did I do? I just was looking out you for your are, best you interest. You know, you're harassing a minor. I'm a not minor. harassing you. I'm checking on you <laughs> and making sure that you're doing the right thing. No, because I don't need your information. You're the stupidest person I've ever met. I am pretty stupid. I don't, I don't even understand how you even, like, are calling me, how you even have my numbers. That just doesn't make sense. That just doesn't make sense. Stop fucking calling me. Bro. It's not. Why are you up this late? It's nine. It's 946. Hey, stop, bro. I'm just all me. I don't need you. Bud, you need to relax. I don't need to relax. Because you're the one calling. You need to chill and you need to eat some broccoli. I'm not going to eat broccoli. Broccoli is fucking disgusting. All right. Well, I'm going to call back and make sure that you're eating your broccoli. All right. I love you. How do I remember? How do I remember? No, 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 no. No. Fuck yourself. Ugh. Hello? Sitting around here. I'm literally horrified. I mean, yeah, you should be disgusted too. As yeah, that that was a given. What? <laughs> what the fuck? 
Yeah, no, I'm a piece of shit. Did he tell you that too? Yes. Okay. Oh, I mean, he didn't, but I inferred that. Oh, it's pretty easy to infer. I I hate you. Good. Do you hate you? Yes. Oh, absolutely. All right, good. All right, I love you. I love you. Bye. Jesus Christ, dude.